Arlo. Hey, buddy. Hi. What you doing? <laughs> I was just eating some almonds. Almonds? Almonds. Is that what these are? Are those nuts? They drive me nuts. Are they almonds? I don't know. I don't remember what an almond looks like. Yeah, that's an almond. I think it's an almond. Those are almonds. They're roasted. Broasted? Salted. Are they broasted? I'm gonna cough. Oh. <coughs> you okay? Yeah. Those nuts in your mouth, choking. Yeah, they're a little dry. I don't know why they don't make moist nuts. If they were roasted, they're... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I do have some things for you, though. What do you have for me? I have to tell you. No. Uh, don't do it. Dogs. Yeah? Uh, it turns out that they can't operate MRI scanners. Yeah. But, cat scans. Yeah. Also, our mountains aren't just funny. They're hill areas. <laughs> uh, also, a word to the wise. Yeah. Turning vegan would be a big missed stake. Oh, I see what you... I, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, yep. Yep. to be frank, I'd have to change my name. Oh, that sounds like a, these sound like old Stephen Wright jokes. Who's Stephen Wright? You know who Stephen Wright is? I don't think so. A I comedian? don't know. I might. He's the Maybe one that would. I saw his face. He's the one that would like. All I know is Stephen wrong. <laughs> no. Are you joking? You don't know who Stephen Wright is? I don't think so. Okay. I thought you were making a joke. Like you were trying to set up that joke the whole time. <laughs> He's, I'm not one, that good. he's got kind of like a monotone voice. He'll come out like sounding like he's almost borderline depressed. Mm-hmm. He does like the I spilled spot removed from my dog, and now I can't find him. <laughs> like that's like, a, uh, that's like yeah, that's the exact delivery that he gives uh, him, like the energy he gives. What's his name? Uh, Norm McDonald. Sometimes we'll do it some some good yeah bad jokes like that. Like uh, but the best norms always. Yeah. Whenever he's uh, fucking Burt Reynolds, he is pretty good. <laughs> um, Forget world peace. Visualize using your turn signal. You bastard. <laughs> Life is short. If you can't laugh at yourself, call me. I will. You'll laugh at yourself? Yeah. Or laugh at myself? Yes. World oh, Life's Garden. Dig it. I'll, this is the last one. I'll be done. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Ban pre-shredded cheese. Make America great again. Oh... But uh, Gotti. Welcome to twenty episode twenty seven twenty <laughs> of what podcast? The IFNZ podcast. Is that what this one is? That's what I heard from you. Um, I don't, I don't know. I showed up here and you were like a microphone. Yeah, and I said okay. Um, yeah, you can't if you're going to be recording two podcasts, you can't forget which one you're on. I know. What if you get on GGB and you're like, welcome to the IFNZ podcast? That was the whenever we started this one for whatever reason. Uh, from the IFNZ, for, just because I was so used to saying it at the time, mm-hmm. not for not even with GGB because that would have been more relevant at the time even. Fault. But uh, for whenever false. we started ours, I always <laughs> when we start ours, I always want to be like, "Welcome back to the Level Up Podcast," like because I started that one a long time oh, ago. Yeah, that was a but thing. that was a uh, I didn't uh, I didn't didn't do it. I don't want to do you it. You didn't. I didn't do it. You don't want to. I don't want it anymore. Um, so what have you been up to? How you been? What's I've your been things? good. How, how, how's your world? So we've had New Year's. We did make it through the New Year. It is I 2019. I didn't do anything so. for did New Year's. Did you do anything for New Year's? Um, I went 
out to eat before New Year's Eve. I don't know why so small right now. Why? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't. I can't stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, went out to uh, eat at a restaurant. Had some food, and uh, then oh, came, went alone. home alone <laughs> by myself at a table. Um, and then I fell asleep in my plate. No. Um, and yeah, just went back home and just chilled. Played some video games, probably, I would imagine. Nice. If I were to guess. Um, it's been a while. And it feels like there's been... (laughs) It's hard not to, right? Yeah. It's hard not to do a little stain. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just seems like it's been... We're only in... uh, Alright, we'll lift the veil for a second. It's It's like week two. Um, this is uh, the ninth. It's been one week and one January day. January ninth <laughs> since the new year. Yeah. Uh, so like, but it feels like it's been four fucking ever. Like it seems like it's been a crazy. Massive... Have you jammed a lot of stuff into your world? I think so. You have. I think I've been doing a lot of jamming. Cram a jamming. Yeah. I haven't. But... I think since we played last, or since we recorded last, I've played a show both weekends. Yes. Uh, uh, played a lot of video games. Nice. Work was like running right into it immediately, and it's been kind of crazy since then. Um, and then a lot of other things have happened that I imagine we'll talk about as we kind of go along. So it's it's felt like longer. When you were like, hey, you ready to record? I was like, yeah. How long's it been? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's only been two weeks. It only has been two weeks. But um, yeah. Yes, yes. So since I have been on our last podcasts... Uh, I had been sickly still. Remember whenever I was... You were sickly. I had the stomach stuff still kind of going on, but I was starting to feel better. I've now since pretty much fully recovered from that. Um, I do have a doctor's visit set up. Oh, good. With a new doctor. um, A brand spanking new boy. His name's Carlos. Oh. Um, Last name Carlos? No, first name. I had a neighbor. uh, I have have a... I'm on a first name basis with this. (laughs) Uh, I had a neighbor who... I think his name was Carlos. You think? Not 100% sure. But I know his dog's name, I think, was also Carlos. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure they called him Carlos, but then when he was always calling for his dog, he would go, Carlo! Carlo! Like he would call for the dog. Uh huh. So I don't know if the dog's name was Carlos or Carlo. I think it's probably Carlos, but he just forgot the S. He forgot or the you S. didn't hear the S because it's at the end it of it. It was real silent. It was Carlos! Like a- like Carlos, yeah, like that, yeah. and I, I like it because he was like kind of catty corner from me. Was this uh, the same? Was this Keith was there? Keith was not there. You always think that. <laughs> <laughs> this I is the wanna, last house I, I lived. Tra- in. I just want to talk about Keith more. <laughs> you do. Uh, this was the guy that lived next to Stan Lee. Oh yeah, Stan. <laughs> he lived by Keith. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, um, but yeah. So you uh, you have a doctor. His name's Carlos. I do. Um, he's going to be a butt doctor. No, he's going to be my, new, gonna he's going to be my new doctor. Check that my new boy doctor. Hole? No, I you say not. boy doctor. People have boy doctors. Yeah. Really? Cause I'm a boy doctor. Like you look at your, your boy stuff. Like he yeah. looks at your, your boy man stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been to the doctor since I was 16. So <laughs> I don't know. I just haven't had a reason to. Oh, well, I just feel like, you know, I'm tired of all the stomach shit happening and I want to know why. 
And if he can refer me to a specialist that can put a camera in my mouth and my asshole at the same time and make them touch in the middle, I want that. So That's what I'm looking for in a relationship. This is my relationship I'm looking for with the doctor. Hi, I'm Justin. I'm 32 years young. I really like walks on the beach. I like cameras in my mouth and butt at the same time. And I just like hanging out at home. Swipe right. <laughs> Oh, and Dr. Carlos definitely swiped right. He oh, chose you. It was a hard swipe right. <laughs> uh, it's actually Mandy's uh, guy prim- doctor. primary <laughs> care physician, and I really like him. Uh, he's been really he good for us. He handled her well. He's been really good for us for all of her like post-cancer stuff that yeah. we've gone through and everything. He's right in Carbondale. Super nice dude, and I was just like, eh, maybe he'll be better than the one I'm at that hasn't helped me. Um, so I'm making the transition to that. Um I'm excited to get my stomach all fixed and situated. Uh, I have a lot of movies and TV shows to talk about. I like that. More than video games, because I've not even had time to play hardly any video games. I've played one video game since the last time we've talked, and it's a brand new one, so that's cool, too. I like that. But because I've got uh, the old Movies HD app has gotten an update, (laughs) so I have like all the movies and all the TV shows all in one convenient spot. Which I, I'm super stoked about, too, because I can even start watching Titans if I wanted to, because it's on there. Nice. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stoked, Ed, You're crazy. about that. You're crazy. Thanks. You're crazy. Um, Tell so, me more about yourself, because your, your so, life's probably more interesting than mine right now. Potentially. I don't know. Let's not get too crazy. Definitely. Um, Go ahead. So I went down a path um, of uh, identity crisis, if you will, okay. um, over the last month or so. I had, I'd really been hitting hard on the shadows thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do shadows. and that's You identify gonna, as a shadow. I'm going to be a shadow. And to the point where it got this crazy. Um, I identify as a splurf. I was going to, I was like, okay, I want to take this somewhere because I'm working on new music and all of these things that I want to put out. And I want it to all be kind of under this one umbrella. I want to be uh, perceived as this uh, jack of all trades and probably a master of none. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, okay, shadows is a thing. That's why the Twitter handle listen to shadows and all that shit. Um, then I was like, okay, what am I gonna do if I want like I've got music and I want a backup band? Backup band's gonna be called what? So I'm like, shadows and being a giant Kingdom Hearts nerd, the Nobodies. Oh, <laughs> so like shadows and the Nobodies, and that'll be like. My thing, because the shadows are the heartless, and then the heartless and the nobodies. I remember why, whenever you said shadow and the nobodies, the first song that came to my head was that new, uh, that new Gerard Way song about baby of a haunted house. It seems like the kind of mu- the Music name that, that would be nobody. tied to that. Yeah, like that. So <laughs> I, I went on this giant, and I was like, I've gone too far when I got to shadows <laughs> and the nobodies. Um, and then I, I went to like... I've gone too far. I've, I've gone too far. We have to stop things. And then I was like, okay, I want to do something with my name for sure because my name's unique enough. I mean, there shouldn't be any reason why I can't just be Shad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a type of fish. Spelled yeah, different. Spelled different, but a fish, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Project, I was like, well, Project Fishman. What if it's just like Shad all caps? Like, it's just like a Madonna or Prince, Damn. but it's Shad. Um, and then, uh, no, that didn't work. Uh, I thought about like, oh, what if I'm Shad, and then if I'm like with a band, it'd be Shad unsoloed. No. And then so like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, no, 
please don't. So I'm going down this whole path of things. Okay. And then I get some wise advice from some friends mm-hmm. um, that <laughs> maybe just, you shouldn't. Just shut up and use your name. Just be Shad Schubert. Yeah, that's uh, unique. Yes. Uh, it's like Dirk Spintley. Yes, it is exactly like... Um, and I, I feel like, like there's no other Shad Schubert, just like there's probably no John other... John Mayer. ...joked Dirk Spintley. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of John Mayers, probably. Maybe. You're um, probably not spelled the same, though. That's true. Um, so, I have decided to go back to... I've scrapped the whole Shadows thing. Did you delete the account? Um, I renamed everything. Just renamed? Just renamed okay. everything. So, I was. I had a... My original Facebook was, for my, my artist profile, was mm-hmm. at Shad Schubert. I never changed that, because it wouldn't let me fucking change that. Right. So, uh, I just created a Shadows one. Mm-hmm. And so, I did delete the Shadows Facebook, Facebook page. page. Okay. Uh, but I didn't... I had, like, two followers on there. Three, maybe, at the most. Right. Um, and I've got, like, my 70-something, which is not a giant number. Uh, but people are, are used to looking at the other page anyways. So, that one's good. Changed my um, Instagram. Twitter was a little bit of a bitch. Okay. But it was a bitch because somebody had already had at Chad Schubert. Was it you? And I thought, now who in the fuck has at Shad Schubert but me? So I decided to try to log into the at Shad Schubert account. And I didn't know a password for it. But um, I was like, the only thing that was posted was for them like, whenever Twitter was born. And it was something pushing like the new Stone Double Pilots album. Which was the last one that... Uh, it was the self-titled that came out before Scott Weiland had died. Wow. <laughs> so, it had been a little bit. Um, so, what? you won't be able to find it now. I won't? No. Why? Because I deleted it. That's you right here. Yeah, I got a new one. That's right. what I was talking about. Yeah, I rebranded it. The new one. But the original at Shad Schubert was, had one tweet, and it was about the new Stone Temple Pilots album. So, I was like, this has to be me. I went to do a password reset, and the security... Uh, email on it was botch manifold <laughs> oh <laughs> it was like botch manifold at ymail.com she's old she's an old bitch yeah so uh it says somebody commented on your thing but nobody commented on your thing i don't know how that works i don't know much about twitter you know what i mean though yeah like it says one person's made a comment i was like oh what did somebody say nobody said anything is it me commenting on yours and that's what it is like i said it's true we have a new episode no oh okay um so I was able to break in to an email address that I didn't even know I had mm-hmm. and then remove that Twitter account and then rename my new Twitter handle. So everything is Shad Schubert across the board. Um, and then I finally got, this was all last night as of the, this recording, um, I, had, I had started to write a couple of reviews on some things. Um, just some comic books I read. I was trying to, more for this show than anything else, I was like, I want to write like a paragraph on some things. That way, when we go to talk about them, I always feel like you've got a better uh, memory of what you read. And you're like, oh, like this is kind of the story and everything. And I'm like, I read this book. It was good. Uh, I feel like I'm starting to lose that, though. Are you? <laughs> Maybe I'm just old. Maybe. I don't or, know. Or you just got a lot of things going on. That, too. Probably. probably. Yeah. Less sleep and more things. Yeah. Um, That's the name of my solo project. <laughs> so I started to just jot some things down. Um, and then last night I got the wild hair to start my world, my WordPress, my wild hair, <laughs> as your shirt says, yes, um, to start my WordPress. Cause we talked about this for a while. I'd start writing articles and things yep. like that. Um, so there is now a shadschubert.wordpress.com. 
So you're like kind of blogging, but doing like I'm reviews and it'll updates be, and stuff. Uh, like okay. It'll be a weird kind of conglomerate of uh, pushing this show, uh, pushing solo music things, uh, comic book reviews, movie reviews, all kinds of like longer form reviews, um, as well as like poetry and uh, short story writing and just kind of blogging. So there'll be um, a wide array of things that will be on there. Is it that shirt first? Yeah, uh, S-C-H. You know how to spell my last name. What's wrong with you? I can get Harris. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, .wordpress? .wordpress .wordpress.com. Okay. Uh, So I... Oblivion song. Yeah. But I wanted... What I'm trying to achieve with this on my reviews is to write short, concise reviews... Um, instead of, cause I feel like there's a lot of reviews out there that are, they go on for fucking two, three pages mm-hmm. just because I think people like to hear themselves talk. It's um, like a, uh, you're trying to do the, uh, too long, didn't read versions of reviews. Yeah. Like the TLDRs. What's that mean? Too long, didn't read. Oh, like if you, you ever see like an article, like on Reddit or anything else. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, it'll say TLDR. Basically that's their way of saying this is what I basically said, but in a shorter format. Oh, all above. Okay. So you'll see that, like on like reviews on like IGN and shit, people scroll to the bottom of the page and they'll say TLDR, like too long, didn't gotcha. read, and it'll be like, this game's a great game. It <laughs> has many good things. These are some of the brief things versions of it. Yeah, gotcha. I give it like a three point five out of five. They'll do that. Gotcha. So yours is kind of like a TLDR yes. version for a review of a thing. Yeah. So these Short things started out as being like I wanted to be one paragraph. Uh, kind of a thing for our show, but then they ended up being a little bit longer than that. Usually, it like, looks like they're about three paragraphs per. Um, but I, I use... love, absolutely love just how simple and clean it is, though, cool. too. Not, I... not to tie in Kingdom Hearts at all, but <laughs> I just love it. Cool. I won't junk it up much more than that, then. Um, no, it looks great. Sharp. Awesome. I, I'm learning a little... I don't know much about WordPress, uh, so I just kind of was learning a little bit as I went. Uh, I'm using our rating system. Neat. And I, and I, uh, if you go, to I see the, the medium well. So yeah, if, if you go I give to, this issue a medium well grade. <laughs> if you go to the about, it actually references you and our podcast in there. Um, At would, random hero, I'm there. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually it's we we're actually just ifnz. Oh, I'll fix that then. Just letting you know. Thanks, pal. Soundcloud.com/slash ifnz for uh, the listeners. But uh, yeah, so that's been my whole like struggle to get through things but i'm gonna start using that as my catch-all for everything i'm gonna uh advertise the podcast anytime i've got new music it'll go out there and um it looks like wordpress has like a you can pay four bucks a month or something like that you can get a a url url so i might do that um, at some point if it keeps working the way if i keep using it Mm -hmm. uh goal is i'm gonna have like at least one written thing that goes out there and then plus our show and then maybe some other things scattered. So two to three things a week will go up on the WordPress. So that should good. be fun. Should be real fun. Um, but um, what other things have been happening? Do you want me to keep talking? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can keep talking about your personals. Like I said, I might. my stuff's been very short-lived. A couple of the things that are probably more personal stuff versus actual games category mm-hmm. stuff. They, they probably should be in this category. But I'll just mention them in games because it's correlated with games. So. Gotcha. Um like you said on our previous episode, we can't get Reds. Previously been, on. Previously on IFNC. Uh, can't get Reds have been playing quite a bit. We uh, played at a, a nice little uh, dive bar in Cobden called Fuzzies. Uh, 
the couple weeks ago as, as of this, um, and that was a neat little show. Um, never been to Fuzzies, uh, but it was interesting. We've got uh, Pookies coming up this coming weekend, which will be already passed by the time you guys are hearing this, uh, which is a bocce ball court slash restaurant slash bar in Marion. That's right. Um, so that'll <laughs> be super fun. You said the the one show is it on the twenty sixth, the one of the yeah. winery that you mentioned. Yeah. So that will be coming up the rest. That'll be the end of this week. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the end of this week will be Walker's Bluff. We'll be returning. Uh, they actually asked us back. Somebody was foolish enough to ask us <laughs> back. Um, but uh, I guess that means that things are going well. Of course, I'm having a good time with it. Uh, we don't have anything booked for February quite yet. Cool. Uh, but we do have. Uh, we're going. We're returning to PKs. In mm-hmm. uh, in March, and we've got a TV spot that's we're recording in May, um, for some some local TV channel. So neat. And we got some some different things coming up there. Um, Where at? Uh, what TV channel? Um, it's a show called The Spiel. Um, Is it on SIU? I don't know what's on. Okay. I Once I find know. out more about it, I'll, sure, I'll definitely sure. yeah, I got you. Uh, let you know. I don't know what it is though, but we have to do originals on that. So I think I will be doing. For my original, we'll be doing two originals. Uh, one of his, one of mine. Uh, for mine, I think we'll be doing a uh, As for the Rest of Us hit. Uh, time Stand Still. Nice. Will be what we'll be doing on that one. Um, other things that have been happening. I got into collecting these Kingdom Hearts mini pops. Mm. Are you familiar with these little boxes that Pop puts out that you don't... They're mystery boxes? Yeah. Uh, so, as a reward... Not that like reward for yourself playing the show, like when I when I play a <laughs> I show. I did good. <laughs> I did good. When I play a show uh, now, uh, this is just a reason for me to tie something to it. Is really all it is. Uh, but when I've been playing a show, I'll go and buy one of those mini pops as like okay. my I got paid and here's my little my little treat my little treat everything because I'm not using that money to like buy crazy shit. I'm gonna like put it towards bills and stuff. So uh, my little thing is like getting one of them seven dollar little figures, and uh, they're really nice. The only reason I decided to get those is because the quality looked really good, mm-hmm. and they were kind of cute looking. And uh, so I now have a Monsters Incorporated Donald Kingdom Hearts three little figure and a Sora Monsters Incorporated Kingdom Hearts Where's three the, figure. There's a I don't know what it is, what company it is. There's like a Lego Kingdom Hearts what? type thing. I don't know what it is. What? Not an actual like Lego brand, but thing. like they like somebody doing like, like custom it, ones. It looks like the whenever they're in the Toy Story world, they look like that. But they're action figures. Oh. But they're like the Lego things, like they're pieced together and That's stuff like cool. that. So it looks like them as the Lego characters in the Kingdom Hearts Toy Story world from nice. three. I like these though. That even that. Even yeah, I think these are, these are just like mock ups that somebody Somebody's made. In. They look really cool though. Uh huh. I'm in. I would definitely. Uh... Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely would buy. Those look awesome. Mm-hmm. That would be those good. are like the, the blockheads. Blockheads, yeah. But they've made like Kingdom Hearts versions of it. Somebody gave me a blockheads of something. What was it? I think it was Deadpool as oh, a, yeah? as a Christmas present. A I small got a, a, a Batman blockhead. I like them. They're neat. They're uh, they look really awesome. They're just I a love cool like style. style. Very chibi. Yeah. I like it better than the pops themselves. Like I'm not a big pop fan, uh, but I like the Lego kind of the Lego knockoff mm-hmm. of a pop. It's kind of a cool thing. Um, I think somebody said, yeah, they made this as a birthday gift for their friend to look like the blockheads, but that is a really smart idea. Mm -hmm. I like the heartless one. (laughs) Yeah, the heartless one's killer. Uh, Another thing, uh, so 2019 for me is becoming very much a a show attending 
uh, not only am I playing a lot of shows, but it looks like I'm getting tickets to a lot of shows that are mm-hmm. coming up. I bought tickets to one. What is it? Tell me. Uh, me and Manny are going to go see Rhett and Link. We are too. Yeah. Ah, we're nice. going. Uh, so we got Rhett and Link coming mm-hmm. up in 2019. April 5th. Yes. St. Louis at a theater I've never been to. Uh, it's the Peabody. you never been to the Peabody? Is it the Peabody? Yeah. It has a new name? Spiel just bought it. Okay. Yeah, or okay. whatever it's called. Spiegel, so Stiegel, Stiegel and Schuster. I've been to the Peabody once. Yeah. Then, it's the before. Peabody uh, repurchased. It's close to City Museum, I think? It's butted up right against the Enterprise Center, like the hockey, Blues Hockey Stadium. Oh, okay. Like it's the same block and everything. Okay. Um, got tickets to see Polly Shore at the Funny Bone. I saw this in March, I think, right? Yes. Um, That's going to be fucking rad. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, and then other things that I think we already talked about is like Amanda Palmer mm-hmm. show. Um, so these are all different things where you kind of, me and Mandy had to rationalize it because she was like, new kids in the block are coming. We uh-huh. actually talked about going yeah. and seeing them, but she's already seen them before a couple of times live now. Yeah. Um, so bypass that, uh, Michael Buble coming around too. I mm-hmm. think he's at the enterprise center. Sexy. Um, she's seen him too with, uh, with her sister. So we bypassed that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already seen Amanda Palmer and Dresden dolls, both your winners. So we're, winners we're, in my book, not that we want, not don't want to go see these. You have to now with the baby, we have experiences. to kind of, yeah. Have to, yeah. So we're making like a day, day trips out of it. So when we go see Rhett and link, we're going to go that night. Somebody's going to come with us, whether it be my mom or maybe couple of her cousins or something like that they're gonna watch betty while we're gone oh that's neat and she they're gonna they'll stay in the hotel watch betty and hang out eat some food or whatever and then we'll go to the show mm-hmm. eat dinner and hang out come back we'll stay in the hotel and then the next day we're gonna make another day out of it and go to like the zoo nice and kind of hang out and stuff too that's cool i like yeah. that we got panic of the disco coming up in february mm-hmm. that'll be cool um Going to see Cirque du Soleil. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be at uh, the Chaffetz Center. And I don't think we've... We saw... They had a Cirque du Soleil, like a mini Cirque du Soleil, at the City Museum the time that me and Manny oh, yeah? went. That's cool. Because they have like an area that's like... has like trapeze and stuff in there. And they had... It was actually people from the Cirque du Soleil that was there at a tour at the time. And they were in the City Museum doing like part of their act in there. It's so kind of like when like a, you get to see, like, when they do an, an acoustic show at the record store yeah, before a pageant like that. show. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then I got tickets to Weezer and Pixies. I don't know if we talked about that. I think yeah. we did. I don't know. We uh, mentioned the show, but I don't know if we talked about actually buying tickets. I'm yeah. really jealous of you for that because I, I want to, I still have not got to see Weezer because of what happened at the storm with the last one. Yeah. We had talked about before. Yeah. Um, from that and Panic show. So I didn't get to see Weezer at all. And then I've always wanted to see the Pixies because I'm a big Pixie brand. Yeah, and I was like, I need to learn more about the Pixies. Oh, so uh, good. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot a lot of shit coming up in the first six months or so. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i do some longer form reviews on those shows for that for the blog. Because um, mm-hmm. we'll talk about a smidgen of really cool it, just being able to see, like, if you take pictures, like, good, like find be your cool. best pictures like post that. on there, too, of the live show. I need good ideas for these things because I'm, I'm not, uh, my brain doesn't go very well. For it, I'm not. I'm not up for it, but I like doing it. I like doing that stuff. We still talked, and we tossed around the idea. We haven't made any we, kind of a definitive we decision. We tossed a salad. About, we tossed a salad. We talked about the idea of potentially doing an IFNZ website. Yeah, it's like absolutely. an IFNZ dot podcast or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I think you can actually buy a dot podcast now. Oh, that's so neat. instead of Evan dot com, I thought it'd be really neat to do IFNZ dot podcast. Absolutely. Um, so that may be something in the future. Um, 
maybe we just post like the episodes and stuff there. I don't want to not do like I want you to do all the reviews and stuff that you want to do because I don't mm-hmm. want it to be like a stepping on toes type thing. No, but you're fine. Maybe still do something like that in Absolutely. the future. We would just have to There's room consider for all purchasing the site and stuff and mm-hmm. and figuring out what we want to do. Absolutely. Maybe make a, a Shopify, sell some shirts. Yeah. Sell some sweet IFNZ merch. Mm-hmm. Maybe with some quotes on it. I'll uh that says like I feel New Zealand or don't let you meet low for whatever our other famous what quotes are. Awesome the, catchphrases. The Tom Cruise with the picture of the Tom Cruise. Yes. <laughs> yes. The uh the shirt that says uh um not my fault. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. We yeah. could totally, we could, uh, let's just make one shirt that says all of those things. All those things. Yeah, they're really all just cool word to have, It would be cool to a have a shirt that would literally just be every episode cover <laughs> that we've ever done. Have There's a lot longer. of my face, though. <laughs> It'd be so good. <laughs> we could just have one of, like, my titty where with the IFNZ <laughs> pig on it. Yeah. yeah. Like, go on the pocket? Yeah. Like, get a pocket But it's shirt. just my titty. Just got your, yeah, your, your tit. Yeah picture of your tit and it's got this that and the pig on it too uh, at the same there's time. like all the like wiry like lion's mane hair around yeah. it we just like copy like put your your tit on a, on a like a copy machine and then just take that or that that probably be the smarter <laughs> idea but i like the idea of pressing your boob <laughs> against a copy machine just to it's get like that a mammogram rough. yeah I heard that mammograms, that. they're trying to work on uh, making the technology for mammograms <laughs> heard, where they're less painful. I heard mammograms are making a comeback. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to make uh, that process a better process for people. So it doesn't hurt so bad from yeah. squishing it's your kind of a, breast yeah, completely it's a flat. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it really awful. Pancakes. Mm-hmm. Do you like pancakes? Mam cakes. Mm, Get mam it? cakes. Mam cakes. Yeah. Yes. I love pancakes. Um, how about, uh, what's your game life been like? Uh, we, we just discussed this. It's very few and far in between, but, but I you will played one new game. Though. I played one new game, which I'm going to I'm talk excited about to hear about it. First thing I, I, as you can see, this is a PlayStation four. That is definitely a PlayStation. That is my 4. PlayStation four pro. It is in the office now. It is on the desk of discussion or the Dodd. The Dodd. Why did you do that? Uh, because this is my kingdom hearts ready setup. <laughs> I'm playing kingdom hearts in here. So that way, in the evenings, I can play. After bedtime is bedtime, Mm -hmm. I can come in here and have my me time with Kingdom Hearts. Gotcha. You are prepped and ready. I am Kingdom Hearts ready. PS4 is up to date. I've got the fucking... I pre-ordered the game, as you know, I told Mm -hmm. you. I got the game pre-ordered. I've got the the fucking uh, theme that came with the pre-order. I got that loaded up on there because it was... I still left it my Persona 5 theme because that theme is fucking rad. Um, it's got music from the game playing on it, full motion and everything. It just is really probably cool. way better than I don't. They they really the Kingdom Hearts. They literally should have had some theme song, yeah. whether it be the Kingdom Hearts three theme or just simple and clean or Sanctuary, yeah. or whatever. Something playing yeah. in the background, even if it's just or instrumental. Just dearly beloved, like dearly beloved's a good theme yeah. song. I think. Like, even if it's just instrumental, it doesn't have yeah. to have the vo- like the vocals or anything to it. It would just be really cool to have something like that in the background. But now it's just the ambient noise of the. PlayStation that you can turn off or off right. that I have, um, so I'm I'm Kingdom Hearts ready. I'm super stoked for it. Um, we're only at as this comes out, then the uh, we're this'll, days. This will be the twenty first, and this is on the 29th, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're like a week and a day away yeah. from Kingdom Hearts. So I would imagine the next episode it's will be, be news episode, but we'll probably we'll probably have some Kingdom Hearts excitement coming out mm-hmm. for it. So yeah. out of our penis. Right out of our penis hole. Um, the other thing that I was going to mention is 
Uh, I'm also potentially in the market for an Xbox One S. Ooh. A knockdown from the X that I have in the living room. Mm-hmm. Kind of want to leave that one out there for like media and stuff like that and just have that set up for it because this is all 4K ready. And I can still play single player games on there. But anytime I want to play multiplayer, I really don't like the idea of having to unplug everything from in there, come in here, plug it back in. And get everything set up and ready again to have it be set up in here so I can play online with friends gotcha. to play any kind of multiplayer game or whatever. I'd like to be able to Because you go direct in. You don't do any kind of like wireless like to your to your game system. No, you You'd can't you can do like the Xbox, like the you can do like games anywhere and I could play some of the games on my PC mm-hmm. doing it that way, but it's just the lag and the latency is so That's what rough. Say, it's so. just it's like streaming games on the old PlayStation now, like it used to be. That's that's what the quality is like playing, but you're playing live with your friends mm-hmm. online. It's just hard to do. But I, I just thought about getting another one and find something that's used and cheap so I can have in here. Because I've already got all the plugins that I would need. I've got doubles of them. Um, obviously, they'll probably come with them, but I just want the console itself bare bones. And I've already got another controller even. I just That's all I want. Yeah. So that way I can have something in here set up. So that way, same thing. If I come in one night from work or uh, they're about to go, like Mandy and Baby are about to go to bed, yeah, then I can just be like, cool, I'm going to go online and play in here. Because I don't like the idea of playing. I could play online out there and do the same thing. It's just I have a tendency to be a little louder and talk a lot more because I have that fucking headset on. So I don't know how loud I'm getting a lot of times. And yeah. I can be as loud as I want to be in here because yeah. it's you know more volume control. Absolutely. Um, so have the game, you tried the Facebook Marketplace? Have I? Yeah. I have. And for whatever reason, people think that they can get away with selling an Xbox One S on there for more than what I can buy one new. <laughs> I don't understand awesome. it. Somebody's just like, here's my Xbox One S and controller and two games. It's $350. I'm just like, I could do the exact same thing and get another game brand new out of the box and pay like $230. They want to they want to get what they paid for it. I guess or more <laughs> because I don't the Xbox One S is like uh, maybe whenever that came out That's but what I mean, yeah. I mean right now new it's never been a 300 <laughs> price point. So I don't really know what people are thinking. I'm going to stray away from doing don't, that. I might uh, just do some trades and go through GameStop. I thought you were going to say I'm going to stray away from trying to get to understand what people are thinking. Mm. <laughs> that too it's probably a smart idea it's rough out there uh but the game the game the game i got was uh into the breach this I've is i got this i got this it, it was on pc only it came to switch at a port for it um this is by the people that made a game called ftl um it's basically ftl was kind of like a, is not footlocker it was faster than light oh. um it is a space game almost like a tower defense type game in a way um, you have a spaceship that you exponentially grow onto and you'll build new rooms, new parts and stuff and make your spaceship bigger, better, stronger because you'll have waves of enemies that'll try to come to it that you'll fight outside and inside your ship. You need defense mechanisms, ways for your character to live, breathe, you know, build new things that will circulate the oxygen and you're in your spaceship, food for people that are passengers on your ship. Um, basically like controlling like the fucking Enterprise or something from Star sure. Trek and you're building onto it. Um, that's what the principle of FTL is. Into the Breach has more of a story kind of base to it, but it is a turn-based strategy game. I don't know if you've ever played them, but have you ever heard of or played the Advanced War games that were on Game Boy? Mm-mm, no. Um, it's kind of like a military game, and it's all turn-based as well. Um, and what I mean by turn-based is... 
uh, or Valkyria Chronicles is kind of the same way. I don't know never played that either. So you're striking you'll out. You have me. specific squadrons of not in this game, but on those other games, you'll mm-hmm. have specific squadrons of whether it be people or tanks or other types of uh, military weapons. Um, you're maybe just vehicles or whatever, but anyway, you'll have those characters. You'll have, say you have five characters and the enemy has seven characters and you'll be on different areas of the map. It's just a small little square grid of some variety. Sometimes it'll have like a river running through it. So then you'll have to find a way to get across the river. If you're going to fight them, um, different things or trees or whatever that are obstacles that you'll have to go around. Mm-hmm. Everything's kind of grid based too. So I like, I'll have the soldier. Soldiers can move anywhere four spaces around in this, this area that you're in. So you'll pick your character to move toward the enemy, you know, where he might be in a line of sight that you can shoot. And you'll be like, okay, well, you've moved your character. Do you want to try and fire your weapon? Sure, fire your weapon. Might hit them and do a couple points of damage or something like that. And then you move all of your characters. And once you've done that, it's the enemy's turn. Enemy will move all their characters. Once the enemy's done, it'll say day two or phase two or something like that. And you'll be like, a lot of these games have a tendency to be like, you'll have X amount of days to do this and complete the campaign giving you basically 30 moves or less or something to mm-hmm. finish this. If you don't do it, you fail your mission. So this is the same kind of principle that that is. A very turn-based strategy type of game. Um, the story behind it is there's this alien race. I think they're called Vex. You say Aryan race? Yes, the Aryans. <laughs> um, uh, this alien race called the Vex. I think it's V-E-K-S, Vex. Um, that have inhabited Earth. They're starting to slowly take over major cities all around the world. And your character is in charge of these uh, mechs, uh, different ones like a tank mech. There's like a spider mech, all these different mechs that you can get and grow. Mm -hmm. Um, You drop down and it has this turn-based format that's with it. Um, The whole principle of the game, though, is that your storyline is your character is a time traveler. So you're able to bring these mechs down from the future into the past. And you're one of many time-traveling soldiers. So if you end up dying as that character that you're playing as, you actually come back as another character. And each character has different abilities or different perks, kind of, in a way. Mm -hmm. So, like, the first character that I got was he had, like, an attack plus 20 or something like that. So he did more damage automatically off the bat. And he had better control of certain mechs. So... He was better with like a tank mech versus like spider mech and stuff like that. So each enemy, you know, each type has a perk. Once I that those guys died, you know, I messed up and I failed my first mission. Mm-hmm. There was another character that transports from the future into the past. He has a couple of different, slightly different mechs. His perk is that he has a little bit more health than the other the other characters that you might play as. Yeah. And then he's able to control a spider mech better than the regular tank or this other mech that's like a giant mech suit. Um, so they, they each have their own perks and stuff. And as you beat levels and you level up, you're able to up the ante on certain characters. And it makes it more, to a point to where you're kind of like, I can't fuck up because I've put too much time and effort ah. into this guy. Mm-hmm. And if he dies, I lose all that and I have to start over on this guy. Even yeah. if this guy just so happens to roll and he's just got, got like super crazy high attack all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it's a risk that you have to take. Yeah. You just might be like, this guy has like basically zero attack, but he's super defense, and you're just mm-hmm. like, and I can't do any fucking damage. I just have to try and do do the best I can and build up my attack from there, kind of a thing. So it's really kind of weird and fun how they do these random rolls with these characters as you play through, but just the story itself is really neat how they've kind of tied that mechanic into the actual story mm-hmm. of manipulating and changing that. 
Plus, I also just really like turn-based strategy games. Yeah. There's never been... They've, they've not done an Advanced Wars since, I think, the first DS. Because oh, they wow. were like... They've done the first mm-hmm. two were like on the Game Boy Advance to the Game Boy Advance SP. Mm-hmm. And then they did one on DS that was like Advanced, War, uh, Advanced Wars Dual something to, for dual screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like the last time they've done it, which I don't understand because it po- was such a popular franchise for them that they've not tried to pick that up, but... This definitely like was scratching that itch, it. yeah. and having it on the switch and being able to like pick it up, play it on the screen, or take it with me to go on the bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Definitely been super awesome. So nice. I recommend it if you like any kind of turn-based strategy type of games. I mean, you obviously have time to think. The enemies aren't going to move on their own. That's true. So it's yeah. kind of like a Final Fantasy in that way, mm-hmm. where you have your time to kind of think of how you're going to actually make your attack yeah. to really strategize about it. So uh, I recommend it if you like turn-based strategy games or RPGs of any kind. This might be something for you. I got it really cheap. It was on sale. Um, it was on sale for $10. Whenever I picked it up, it's supposed to be 15 And I also had, from pre-ordering the Pikachu game and Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. the Let's Go Pikachu and, and Smash coins. Brothers, I had, the, I had like... 830 something gold coins uh-huh. so i ended up getting the game for like a dollar and 30 cents nice <laughs> so that was like i was just ecstatic about getting the game for that plus it's like consistent replayability all over cool. so it, it's been a really good experience and like i said i recommend it to anybody that likes turn-based stuff obviously if you don't like rpgs or turn-based yeah. stuff kind of stray away from it but it's got that kind of almost d or not ds but uh really kind of grainy 16-bit art style kind of like the first Advance Wars had. That's the kind of art style that that team that develops those games kind of has a tendency to kind of lean towards. So if you like that kind of stuff, then definitely check it out. But uh, more importantly, you said you played some games. I have. I uh, So... I definitely uh, am in the in the Switch world a little bit more now. You got um, switched on. Yeah, I'm switched on. I, d- I haven't played it as much as I had, uh, would like to, but I'm kind of in Kingdom Hearts world. Uh, but on the Switch side of things, I did purchase Shadow Knight per your recommendation. Oh, uh, Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight, sorry. Yeah. Yes. I'm uh, making sure it was the right thing. I yeah. was like, what's Shadow Knight? You know, Shadows. <laughs> Shadow, what's that? Shadowgate? Was that that? Shadowgate was a game. It was like Nintendo or Super Nintendo where you like, like walked around the room. Nintendo, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that game's old as shit. Uh, <laughs> it was like, that was like the first Friday the 13th game was like that too. Really? Yeah. All I remember is like, we had an emulator of it on the PC at like my mom and dad's house mm-hmm. and me and you and Bo <laughs> sitting around playing Shadow I feel games. like we actually like one point in time we turned it off the lights or something and it's almost me freaky out because whenever you turn around some quarters there's like a fucking spider yeah. in your face and I was just like ah! <laughs> Nothing jumps at you or yeah. whatever. It's just like all of a sudden right in screen. <laughs> it was the original Let's Play. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Moon... What'd you call it? Moon Knight. <laughs> no. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Um, that's a pretty game. It's so good. It's a good looking game. I I played it for probably a couple hours. Got pretty far... Or not pretty far into it, but got far enough in there where I knew what was going on. Uh, but it was a good look. I, I really liked that game. Um, there are some games I'm looking out for. Uh... Not that I can't buy them right now, but I was like looking for them to be on sale. Um, I'd like to get Sonic Mania on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to get uh, Shovel Knight. Like, like la- the time whenever I bought into the yeah. breach last week, it was uh, Sonic Mania was on sale too. And it was, was it really? It was like twenty five bucks. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to get Shovel Knight at some point because I've heard good things about that. Mm-hmm. And then I need to get me uh, the Breath of the Wild. So those are kind of my three games. I'm I'm sure Breath of the Wild is not going on sale anytime soon. Uh, yeah, you probably might see it if it has any kind of a drop. You might get it like fifty. 
yeah. something like that. But I've also just been I was looking for like a used copy from somebody. Like if somebody was done with it and I was like, Oh if I can pick it up for forty from somebody used. Yeah. That'd be cool too. Uh but so as far as that goes on the Switch, those are uh, Hollow Knight's the only one I've actually played played um, recently. It's ever I've played some Mario Kart, uh, but I wanted to talk about. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed to realize that Mario Kart's just a reissue. Yes. And that uh, what was the other game that I was thinking of uh, that I was excited for it to come out, but it was kind of just a, a it was just a rehashing. New uh, Super Mario Bros. New Super Mario Brothers is just Wii a rehashing. And uh, and so I was like, ah, oh, I wish that they would have like. Came out with something different. We talked about the the Mario Kart last time, though, mm-hmm. and that uh, you'd said there's some DLC that'll the, kind of add in, on. In the New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is the New Super Mario Brothers U game proper. It's the Luigi's U yeah. uh, story added into it as well, since that was DLC. Which I had and both then of those on the They song, have the, the other characters that you can play through the main story as. Yeah. In the Luigi, you could play as that bandit character, the yeah. little purple guy. Was it Rabbit or Nabbit? Uh, Nabbit, Nabbit, I think is yeah. his name. You could play as him, but only in the Luigi story. You couldn't play That's as right. him in the rain. This one you can play as him in all the time. He's like the third character. So you can play as Mario, Luigi, Nabbit, and now... Uh, Toadette. Toadette or Peachette, whenever you get the crown. Ah. So that's that's the whole... I guess that's that's the newness to it. That's is the, the fact that you could play as through everything as any of those characters. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I don't really care about the characters as much as I like the world, so I guess that, that was kind of... Mandy, I was like, we both played through the new Super Mario Bros. U game when it was out. Yeah, me Together, too. me and yeah. her played through that, and then um, it, I didn't play the Wii U content, which is fine, but I have difficulty pre-ordering or buying this game for $60. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I get it that it is new for people that haven't played it, but since I've played it already... I, plus, it just, I could see them selling it for like forty or fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a reissue, a brand, it's a reissue of yeah. a rebranded game. Yeah. But you know, it's the same kind of a thing. I, you can keep reprinting all of this stuff, <laughs> and they'll probably sell it for sixty dollars and sell, make tons of fucking money. I mean, what do I really know? But at the same time, I have difficulty doing it. Whenever yeah. I know I had a Wii U, I know it was like probably one of their poorest selling consoles, if not the poorest selling one. Yeah. But so it makes sense to port stuff. But at the same time, I just I have difficulty doing it. Yeah, there's some ports that I would definitely pay sixty dollars for, like Super Mario Maker. Then if they port that, or when they port that eventually, because I guarantee they will. That's content that I would. That pay was a for. good game. It's a great game. Playing through all the user created levels that people made, like hundreds ah, of thousands of levels. That's they just that, a gift that, that keeps on giving. It is absolutely, and knowing that it would be on a Switch, which is such a bigger selling console than the Wii U. That's true. There's going to be that many more levels that would be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there is like levels that you can play that are user created from Nintendo themselves, mm-hmm. but it's kind of they're they're more traditional. The they're yeah. traditional levels that are kind of playing through the stuff. You get some wild you, shit with them. Yes, absolutely. That's and cool. knowing that, like I said, the Nintendo Switch is like their I think third or fourth best selling console, mm-hmm. including you know your Game Boys and stuff yeah. too. So this is going to have probably 19 20 million plus users that would have this game that are going to just be building upon it and yet that many hundreds of thousands of levels that you could go through yeah so i think that that is a smart idea and i would guarantee i'd buy that for 60 dollars because like you said that's the gift that keeps on giving absolutely that makes sense that's cool um i did also get the ps now membership um, while it was on sale it was like 20 dollars off it's 80 bucks for a whole year tell me how uh, that is now i thought that that was kind of cool um the downloadable content is not as much as you would think. Okay. Um, there's, um, there were th- like three games that I downloaded right out of the gate. Um, 
Which gate? Uh, one of them being Grim Fandango. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, oh, I've Is never played that. the remaster? Yeah. Nice. I was like, I'd like to play that. I never played that before. Um, I knew the remaster. I played that game a long time ago, whenever it was on like my Windows 98. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, it looked like a neat game. And then the other two, I can't place right now. But all it was like, there were more like indie-ish games, mm-hmm. like real small games. Sure. So it seems like it's either like the indie real small games or like the PS4 titles are downloadable. Yes. Um, everything else isn't really like your PS3 and PS2 titles. Yeah. Uh, aren't aren't gonna be downloadable. Um, okay. But I my big selling points where I was like, okay, why would I spend eighty dollars on this thing for a year subscription? And so I walked through it. I was kind of seeing games on there. Um, you've kind of got me curious about that Elder Scrolls, um, and they have Elder Scrolls. Um, which one? Four, five, five, maybe. Five is, is Skyrim. Okay, maybe that one. I don't know. Uh, four is Oblivion. Maybe I'm it's trying Oblivion. to say which ones are maybe nothing standing out. That would Oblivion would have been on. That didn't ever get a port to current gen, so that would have to be a PS3 title. It's a four title, so it must be so it's Skyrim. It's be Skyrim yeah. then I think. Um, and then they have the online. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. It's on there. And I was like, I'd like to try that out. Um, and so I was putting I've, uh, like dollar amounts to things. I'll tell you, I whenever ESO, Elder Scrolls Online, came yeah. out for the first time. You said it was a little poopy. It was really shitty. Yeah. Bad. They needed work on it. Come time for like a year later down the pipe, I got it back again on Xbox. And I thought, I'll try it out again. You know, I didn't, I didn't buy it again. It was just a game I could play for a free weekend or sure. something and get it. And now it's actually available on the Game Pass that I, I have on Xbox, so yeah. I'm able to get it and download it and I have it again. Mm-hmm. But whenever I played it again, like a year later after it's done, they like flesh out so much stuff. I was just like, this is like playing fucking Skyrim, but with hundreds of thousands of other people. Cool. So it's awesome. And the amount of stuff that they've actually put into it, like what you got is probably the base version of the game. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But there are, like you can go out and you can spend $60 now and get every expansion that's out for it. And it's a free online game. You don't have to pay any money for it or whatever. Like mm-hmm. in, like a lot of other MMOs, like Warcraft, you have to pay like $15 a month for yeah. it to play. But it's it's free online. Tons of content. If you really like it and you want to get the other, there's so much that they've added on to it. And I've heard nothing but good things about cool. it. It's got some sort of expansion, I think, on it. I don't know what cool. it is, though. It's got some words. I just don't remember. I mm-hmm. haven't gotten on to it yet, but I was going through... Um, Red Dead 1's on there, Red Dead Undead's on there. Nice. Um, so it's like, oh, I'll, maybe I've started Red Dead twice, mm-hmm. um, and not, like, really grabbed onto it, but I was like, well, maybe if I don't have Kingdom Hearts, it's like, very, I'm thinking, what am I gonna do after Kingdom Hearts 3? It's a very Rockstar game, and by that yeah, I mean, like, it it's, it's, it's slow goings at first, and yeah. that's how they usually build their shit. Even GTA games, they're not, like, super crazy awesome out of the bat. They just try to really develop on their story of whatever's going on now. Yeah. Not rather than they used to. Like whenever Grand Theft Auto Three and all those were out, that was more just like, We're fucking we're gangsters. Let's just do it. Let's yeah. go. And then now like GTA five, Red they're Dead, all those stories. they're really building story building yeah. and everything. So you get more familiar with everything that's going on character wise. And then they eventually get to the point where we're kind of doing mission but it's like basically a tutorial and we're kind of teaching you the ropes of certain things and we'll do that for like the first like five or six hours basically Um, just teaching you everything you're gonna have a mission that's like now you're riding a horse now you're gonna get in a race and you're gonna ride a horse on the race now you're gonna get a gun because there's like coyotes coming into your, yeah. your your whatever, so you're gonna shoot the coyotes to help out. And I don't and think I've gotten them. any. I don't think when I played Red Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead both times, I don't think I got past that part. And I think that's right. where why it wasn't like maybe that why is why it wasn't fun for me. It's like maybe this is once it actually gets in like the story is always like especially in Red Dead, um, the story picks up huge way 
The stories are always really awesome. The missions that you eventually get doing, like heist-wise and stuff like that, super fun. Same thing with GTA V. Like, the further you get along in that game, and some of the heists that you do, and some of the stuff that they've thought up for you to do, are fucking cool as shit. Um, and then they've got they've got the entire library of God of War, mm-hmm. um, and all the side stories and everything, minus the new one, obviously. Um, so that was kind of cool because I I was like, okay, I I have one, two, and three. I've got one and two for PS3, and then I've got three, three on the remaster. Yeah, the remaster. Yeah. Um, but they I was like, all the side stories. Yeah, there's Ascension. Ascension is more a PS3 title. And then there's some other. The other like two would be PS. They were the ones were PSP titles. Oh, okay. That they PSP over. To, yeah. yeah. So there was uh, a view. I think one was like the Chains of Olympus. Yeah. And I remember the other. There's one another one that has like a there's same like yeah. cadence as Chains of Olympus. It was basically those got made as soon as like one and two came out. They were just like, all right, we really got something here. We need to make more. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Nino Cooney's on there. Number one. Oh. Uh, so I was like, oh, I really want to play that. Some of the stuff I have on my for PS3, but I just don't find myself playing the PS3 as much. Um, and so I, I think I'll play it more as a PS4. Plus it has that PC option mm-hmm. on there, so that's, that's intriguing. It's almost me. the same kind of principle, though, as what I was explaining with the Xbox earlier. Yeah. Whatever you can play streaming from your living room yeah. over onto your PC, it's a lot of lag. Yeah. It's like playing on PlayStation now, but a long time ago, whenever you'd like have the... You'd move your controller in like a first-person shooter, and then it'd be like... Catch a up with the two later. second like thing, and you finally catch up yeah. before you. A lot of lag and latency issues whenever it comes over online, and I part of it me thinks I mean it has to be like an internet issue, but it might just be the way that the console streams Could it. Be. So Absolutely. I I really don't know. Um, and then the other the other thing that I've been trying to do, so I haven't really played anything on there. Um, just kind of been scoping things out because it's just been a couple of days, but uh, trying to find a cool racing game. Okay. Because uh, I want like a not like a Mario, like I want like a real car. Kind of racing game. Okay. I haven't played one in a while, and I thought that that would be fun. The most, um, the, like we talked about before, Gran Turismo's there is the PlayStation's like hyper realistic racing game type gotcha. of a thing where it's like mm-hmm. super nice real cars that are souped up and shit. Yeah. Um. So that's that's their franchise. They don't. I don't know if they have one now. I think they maybe have a new Gran Turismo that just came out on on there, like Gran Turismo Seven or Six or something to that effect. I think they're on six or seven. I'll check it out, see if they've got something Gran on Gran Turismo's their hyper realistic racing. There's a bunch of other fun side Project racing. Cars ones. is uh like on their greatest hits now. Okay. Um that and it's it's on uh it's on the PS now. I don't know anything about Project Cars, but it's a considered a greatest it, hits it's, game. It so. is it's a it's another racing game kind of in the same vein of that. It's a more Gran of like Turismo. A, yeah, Gran okay. Turismo or like Forza is specifically for microsoft whereas gran turismo is specifically for gotcha the playstation so they have their standalone ones there mm-hmm. are ones that are branched out to every other ones like so there's a ton of like crazy racing games too like crazy your need for speeds or your burnouts yeah. um uh burnout paradise is really fun if you like that kind That's of right. game. we were talking about we're that talking, where you, you can crash cool. into other cars and stuff mm-hmm. um it, it's it's almost like rc car-esque but there's one that's on playstation you get called Trackmania. And it's really fun because you can actually customize and build your own I've tracks and do like before. crazy just over the top. I may shit. have that one. I may have bought it on sale it, just because. It might have been a PS Now or a the, PS Plus. One of the PlayStation Plus games too, because I okay. think I have the one most recent one that came out. Gotcha. But uh, those are always fun, free. Or, you know, if you got it for free at that time, uh, just crazy over the top, like almost RC car esque racing type yeah. thing for fun. Um, but they have online elements too, where you can play like custom tracks that people have made oh, and cool. shit. But that's kind of uh, the PS Now has been the new journey of 
prepping what I'm going to do after PS3 is over, or uh, Kingdom Hearts Kingdom 3 Hearts. is over. Uh, but I also finished Birth by Sleep. Um, Birth by Snoozing. And then I, uh, which ended really cool. That was a cool game. Uh, mm-hmm. Watched Recoded, the, the movie uh, of that game. And then uh, I have gotten through Dream Drop Distance all the way to the final bosses right now. So I'm kind of grinding through to level up because uh, final bosses are hard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts, they have like nine versions of that boss from the start to finish that you Both have to Both of fight. them have had that same thing like we talked about before, like from Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 had the, the final boss is super hard, but not as hard as like this one random side boss that you can do. <laughs> like true. Kingdom Hearts 1, you, like, you go and fight Ansem. And then you finish the game or whatever. But if you're not leveled up 80 plus or whatever, you fight. can't fight Sephiroth. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. Like, you you have no fucking or, chance uh, if you're not high, high level. You didn't know it at that time, but you can't fight Xehanort when you go back to Hollow Bastion. Yeah. It's the two, like, lightsaber yeah. wands and the dark cloak. Uh, yeah. Crazy boss mm-hmm. battles. Uh, but that's where I'm at with that. And that's uh, my gaming. That's what nice. I'm, I'm doing for gaming. What about your uh, TV movie? You said you've got a lot. I do. Uh, so we kind of uh, started crunching down trying to watch some stuff since we've had some time over the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had overtime, so I've actually been able to kind of consume some meats. Nice. Uh, we watched the Halloween, the new Halloween. How was it? It was really good. I thought you, didn't you say you watched it? Mm-mm. You didn't watch it? Mm-mm. Who am I talking about? that? I was watched your it. other podcast partner? No, it wasn't. Yeah, I think maybe it was Jay then that mm-hmm. watched it. Regardless, it was really good. I liked it. Uh, this is a spiritual successor to one so oh, one. Okay. from That's right. this is basically what happens 40 years after the story of one so gotcha. anything that was two or anything beyond about it. never happened so that's why Jamie Lee Curtis's character is still alive because she died in H2O um, or fair. she got killed off in H2O so she's still alive because the only thing that happened was Halloween one this is 40 years later she basically had her daughter and her daughter now has a kid as well but whenever she had her daughter in the movie she basically trained her daughter to like, as if, if anything happens with Michael, he comes back, I'm going to train you how to fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to train you how we're going to survive. That's cool. And it traumatized her, like her rest of her life. And she basically, once she got a family of her own, she basically kind of cut off Jamie Lee Curtis. She cut off Lori completely. Ah. They kind of, you know, they still talk. She talks to the granddaughter and everything now and then, but they, they don't do distant. Very distant. They don't yeah. do anything together because she's just like, Mom ruined my life kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Very much is like, obviously, Michael escapes. Oh. Uh, not as an escape. Like, he's trying to get out. It's another one of those, like, ah, oh, we're transporting the prisoners. Something fucking happened to the bus and we flipped over. Oh, uh, there's people got out. But this guy killed all the people. So that's... And it starts that way. I got you. Um, very, uh, very steeped in Halloween classic uh, lore and the way that it's shot and certain music that plays. You hear music from Halloween 1 whenever certain things are going on. Um, like I said, the way that it's shot, there's parts and times where... Um, Lori is stalking Michael at a point in time and they do the thing where in Halloween one whenever she's getting up after fighting Michael and she stabbed him Mm -hmm. and he's like getting up 
and you see him like behind the bed gets up and he walks out of the room and then she's walking through the hallway and turns around and she's kind of facing the camera looking around they do that thing where he's in the dark but they light up the dark to like show you like he's right behind her uh-huh. and then they make it dark again they do that but with her character uh-huh, that's cool like stalking him so they like have a lot of callbacks to Halloween 1 like I said the whole opening sequence is the exact same like old font looks like it's from the 70s nice um, the pumpkin and everything too so uh Really, like I said, really, it's a well done movie. I don't know if they'll obviously they'll probably do more of the maybe another reboot or whatever the fuck. I don't know if they'll yeah. do more of this, but because uh, it almost seemed like a, like a one off, yeah, one of. and done. We did the old movie, like we everybody's a fucking geriatric Halloween now. We did it <laughs> and uh, we're done, kind of a thing almost. It seemed like that, but um, I, I thought it was really well done, definitely worth a watch. I would like to see it for sure. Um, I would say. Meat wise, I would probably give it a four. Like I said, it was really well done. Not the best Halloween. Mm-hmm. I still think one definitely the best is nothing's awesome. gonna beat it. Yeah, the Rob Zombie ones were great. Mm-hmm. I feel like this. If you like the first Halloween, then this definitely will hold the candle to okay. it. If it's very good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would give it a. I guess that would be medium well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we finished uh, the entire season. Of a series of unfortunate events. Already? Season three, yes. We binged it. Uh, we did it in one day. Holy shit. When it came out on New Year's Day, we had nothing else going What's on like that day. like 13 episodes, 12 it episodes? It was uh, seven. Oh, it's only it's a yeah, shorter seven. season. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it was supposed to be... This finished up the rest of the books, and they did the final book, the, the end book mm-hmm. or whatever. They did it in one episode. Oh, so okay. it was seven episodes total. Um, aren't they aren't they usually longer or maybe not? It's two episodes per book. book yeah, uh, I think the first season was, I want to say I think it was ten. Okay, ten episodes, and I think the next one was like twelve, and then this one's seven. Um, so a shorter season. But they kept with they kept true to the source material, and they only did as many. The only thing that actually changed books. from the source material was the end of the end. Ah. Uh, they changed it a little bit to try and. Uh, I don't know if it was. I don't know if I could say commercialize or whatever because I've heard how the book actually ends versus some of the stuff they kind of added to it almost. Mm. So the way that it actually like full on ends to me versus what I've heard in the book, I think in the show they actually probably did it better. Just, just to me, yeah. Really like fucking the entire time like hitting you in the feels kind of a thing, especially like the very ending ending that they do in the show. Like, it was one of those things that was just, like, fucking tear in my eye kind of crying moment. Because I'm just like, this is really fucking beautiful. Yeah. Like, how they brought everything together. How everything's, like, tied in. Huh. Um, super well done. Obviously, the whole cast and crew is really good. Neil Patrick Harris, like, fucking always knocks Olaf out of the park. Is probably... I, I didn't think about it whenever we did our tops. A series of unfortunate events probably should have been in you my show. You do really TV like show. that show a lot. Absolutely. It's amazing. I love everything about it. It's so like, is it's very kid centric and very oriented toward the kids because they do some stuff in the show that can be kind of heavy handed whenever they're making like their trap or not their traps but devising ways to get out of traps that Olaf or somebody has put them yeah. in, and they try to explain the stuff a little bit more thoroughly so that way a kid could understand what's yeah. going on. But shit's dark in that. It's... Yeah, very very dark. There's a lot of weird dark shit that happens mm-hmm. in it, and there are adult jokes that Absolutely. are meant for you know adults to get but kids not to get. Yeah, some shit that's kind of almost said under the breath that's yeah. always super funny mm-hmm. um but uh, fucking if you like anything that's like uh, i'm trying to think of stuff that would be a series of unfortunate events-esque if you like like tim burton stuff or 
stuff like James and the Giant Peach, yeah, or any of that kind of Coraline, any of that kind of formatted stuff, this show is probably for you. If you like any of that kind of weird, dark, artsy, almost kiddish type still mm-hmm. stuff, that's definitely for that person. You know, growing up on that kind of stuff, Nightmare Before Christmas being like one of my favorite shows when mm-hmm. I was a kid. This like speaks to me on a lot of levels because it's just it's it's like having a really fun version of a show kind of like that. Cool. Um, so we watched the entirety of season three. We finished uh, season two of Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. For some reason, we stopped two episodes shy of <laughs> He's finishing kind of distracted. it. Distracted. I don't know why. Maybe had either. a baby. Well, I don't think it was, don't think it was well before the baby. We should have finished it. Oh. There was no reason to not. That's we just funny. stopped. But, um, so we finished Santa Clarita Diet Season 2. I didn't see the ending going like exactly the way they did. I knew Season 3 was already a thing, obviously. Oh, I see. But I didn't know what they were going to do kind of going into it. And I didn't see the ending being ending the way that it was. I gotcha. Yeah, I still haven't finished it up yet either. Um, but it was I have really more good. than two episodes left, though. Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> really, we was, I think it was like 12 episodes or something, and we ended on 10. I didn't realize. I thought we were like only halfway through, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh. Oh, shit. We got like... Two 28-minute episodes and we're done. <laughs> Might as well just wrap it up, That's too. Funny. Um, and then more recently, we actually just started, um, and we're Walking halfway dead. through now. No, not Walking Dead yet. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, no, not getting there. As in, I'm not, We haven't even started it yet. It's not even close. Not yet. We're getting there, though. <laughs> uh, we started The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, I've so heard we, good we, We've got the first half of the season done. Um, I'm not the least bit interested, though. Really? Yeah. Um, too many things out there. It's, it's very low on my totem pole. It's really cool um, how they've managed to make like a horror movie basically into a television show format because yeah. it hits like every note that a horror movie should hit cool. for a person. If you're looking for a good like horror movie esque type thing, this is definitely like awesome and on par with it because it has the fucking jump scares, it has the creatures like the monsters, the ghosts, or whatever that you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. A really cool, rich story that they're telling like thematically throughout everything. Um, like it starts off explaining this whole like big central story and then every episode that we've seen so far is almost built upon like each of the kid characters, not the, they're not little kids anymore. They're adults now, but whenever everything happened at the Hill House, it's one of their kids. Yeah. And so you see everything in kind of episode one kind of briefly explains some shit that's going on. And then episode two, three, four, and five, it's every, ever since it's been like, this is about what happens to this character, both in the past and present date. And how we kind of got here. And we're explaining this character, this character. And you start seeing things like tying in almost like, uh, I can't think of that movie now. Excuse me, I burped. You totally burped. I totally burped. I don't know why I can't think of the movie that I'm thinking of. Uh, Interception. Inception. Not Inception. It's the where there's like eight different stories and they all mesh together. Um, Southland Tells. No, god damn it. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. Like uh, Babel was kind of like that with, the, with with uh, with Brad Pitt. Um, uh, spark. It's one word. It, uh, it is one crash. word. Crash. Crash. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, we're like so they have like four characters. They'll explain each but character's over, story. Their stories yeah. start to. Overlap. But then you start seeing like in the fourth character, you're like, oh shit! There's that character whenever he's walking in the convenience store, and he's there too talking yeah. about something else in the background so these characters are starting to interact it's starting to do that too with the siblings mm. and you're just like oh so this is why this kid was here oh this kid that's a drug addict he's not really a drug addict anymore and his brother thought he was being a drug addict but it's because of something else that's going on <laughs> he's not a drug addict anymore so it's just like they're starting to slowly explain stuff and it's really cool how they're doing like a crash explode like uh, yeah sto- story but they're meshing it with like an actual well done cool. horror movie um so that's the other thing that we're watching um 
TV-wise, after we're finished with this, I think we had discussed either doing Walking Dead and just going ahead and getting caught up on it, or we talked about maybe starting Gotham together, because Mandy's now interested in watching Gotham, and I've never watched any of it. So now that season five's out and we know it's the ending of it, I think one through four is on Netflix. Um, probably. So I think we're going to maybe try and start working our way through that, too. Um, but that would be the next kind of project we talked about working on as far as watching cool. goes. And like I said, with Movies HD, now we're going to be able to watch some more movies and get caught up on You're it. You're crazy. Thanks. Breaking laws and shit. There's no laws. Be broken. <laughs> I'm just streaming a movie off of somebody else's computer that just so happens to have it. That's true. Then Not if like... it's a movie that's still in the theaters, it's not my fault. It's not my copy. It's not your fault. <laughs> Not my fault. That's the t-shirt. What'd you watch? Tell me Um, more things about you. As I'm listening uh, to your things, you don't watch any movies? Halloween. Oh yeah, we talked about movies. You're right. Um, (laughs) I'm dumb. Uh, Not dumb. (laughs) It's just like so. That's the only one. I have. I have a movie. Movies are hard. A movie or something. In your meat. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's part of it. I might as well just go ahead and say it. Obviously, my meat was. I wanted to finish up Hill House. Yeah. I want to start watching Gotham. That was part of it. Finally, and I want to watch Fantastic Beasts because that and Grindelwald are both on Movies HD. I'll <laughs> um, just go ahead and knock both of them out real quick. <laughs> might as well. Um, so as I'm listening to you talk, and I was like, "Oh, Hill House," I got no interest in it. I think I figured out what my what I'm looking to TV to do for me right now. Uh, I'm looking for TV to do nothing but just I want dumb, quick stories. True. Um, I'm in sitcom mode, like. That's exactly what I want out of a TV series right now. It's just a sitcom. Oh, that's funny. That probably is going to come up in my life pretty soon again. Um, I'm I'm not a sitcom, but I've caught up on Riverdale. Nice. Uh, I like that. That show's been good. It's been pretty solid. The story's been Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Are the neons Um, getting any brighter? We're on on, uh, mid-season break. Uh, But probably by the time this airs, we will be off of mid-season break. Cool. Um, Big Bang Theory caught up on. Ba-bang. Ba-bang. Is it uh, almost done? Is this the last this season? This is the last season. We okay, are on mid-season break on that also. Um, I'm Asshole. working also. <laughs> um, and then working on Young Sheldon right now, getting caught up on that, which is the spinoff of Big Bang Theory. Is it? Is it funny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Every a, time I've seen it ad for it or something, I'm just like, I don't know. Most of the, the, the stuff that happens in it is like... I like the the dumb, stupid part of it, which is kind of uh, in the same vein as... Um, have you ever watched Raising Hope? Yes. Okay, so kind of in that same vein, but with like less clever jokes. Okay. Of like, you got some like uneducated parents yes. that are trying their best to raise their kid right, but then like you add a genius to the mix of it all. And then the kids are real funny together. Like they've did, got they, some... uh, did they do the origins of Bazinga? That probably was in there at some point. It may not have been yet, but everything is pretty much has a has a tie into the main story, uh, which is kind of the shtick that they do there. Otherwise, uh, it's kind of just a good standalone show. But it's good to just turn off your brain. Yeah, watch yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I watched. I didn't write it on my thing, but I I watched the first episode of The Last OG. Have you heard of this show? No. Um, it's a Tracy. Uh, Tracy Morgan oh. TV show. Well, I would probably like that. Uh, it's it's uh, essentially the premise, of at least the first episode, was uh, you've got Tracy Morgan's character, and he is, um, like, they're living in kind of like the projects, kind of run down the area, and he gets set up uh, in, during a drug deal, 
um, his girlfriend, I guess, has helped set him up to go to prison. And so he goes off to jail, and then he comes back uh, from jail, or from prison, I guess, uh, in current times, and, like, everything's changed. Like, the first thing when he gets off the bus, he's like, hey, what's up, my homies and everything, to these two guys that are dressed in, like, the same attire you would uh, would have worn, like, in the 90s as a kind of a, a gang member, perhaps. And, uh, and they both walk around like, oh my god, what is he talking about? And they're, like, real flamboyant. <laughs> and it's, like, good because that's what's in style for, yeah, like, yeah. everything to wear now. And uh, so it's, like, essentially an old uh, gangbanger kind of guy uh, being brought back, back into, into society. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume that sounds like it could be very Tracy Morgan-esque. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like him just being, what are they talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm excited to kind of dive into that one as I can. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like the, the, the sitcom is just, um, my friend nice. right now. I think while I'm busy with so many creative and, and work things it's, and all kinds of stuff, it's yeah. nice to just kind of check that's, out for a half hour. I mean, that's, that's always how it was been like right after we had the baby and yeah. we was just like re-binging, uh, sunny, sunny and yeah. then see it sunny season three. It was really good just to always turn off your mind with it. Yeah. And it is perfect for that. Like. Yeah, you can pay attention because there's always some callbacks or something like that that's going on at the same time. But no, no, it's always about being in the now. I feel like to a certain extent, some of Series of Unfortunate Events can be like that, but there is an ever-pressing mystery about what's going on in the show. And it's a longer form show. Yeah, and you need to pay attention to some of the stuff that's going on. But more so, we wanted to binge that just because we both really, really liked it and enjoyed it. It's so good. I've been uh, doing the Young Justice thing. Uh, That was my piece of media, I think, from last time that Mm -hmm. we talked um, about six episodes in, um, enjoying it. Uh, I haven't been visiting it as much because, like I said on the previous episode, the DC Universe app is a standalone thing that I'm not typically in, so it's not my go-to place to be. Uh, but I like the show. show's good. Nice. Um, on the movie front, I watched Venom. <gasps> Venom. Uh, it was not good. No? <laughs> no. I uh, felt it, it, I talked when I went over to Josh's house last. Yeah. And we were sitting there talking about it. He goes, I watched Venom. It was okay. It wasn't like the best movie ever made, but I don't see what the big fucking deal is that people are making about it saying it's like the worst movie they've ever seen and shit like that. He's like, it was just entertainment to have entertainment. And I was just like, I guess. I mean, I've never watched it. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. I don't know anything about Venom. I heard Venom. nothing but bad. <laughs> I don't know much about Venom. As Alien. A, as a whole. Yeah. Symbiote. Yeah. Um, but I know that... Takes over Spider-Man. Uh, <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Uh, I know that Tom Hardy was decided to play a voice that he just wanted to do. I think he likes doing voices. Yeah. Um, and just in general. Um, they didn't really give a lot for Michelle Williams to do. She was kind of just sad. Um, Did they explain like how Venom, like in in his character, became like actual Venom, like we know? Does he have because Venom as a symbiote attached himself to Spider Man? That's how he has like the spider DNA and shit in him. Oh, okay. and why he's able to like to look the way that he looks, and then he harnesses onto another person and just is Venom at that point. Like, is that creature? Uh. Does that happen in this, or does he just look the way he looks? He just immediately looks the way he looks. Because that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Why does he look like Spider-Man and have all these like crazy abilities? Obviously, the symbiote has abilities and stuff, but he does some stuff that's kind of almost semi-Spider-Man-esque. He doesn't in this one, really. Okay. There's not really any kind of Spider-Man-y things. He's just got like arms and shit that go everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was one of those movies that you just want to fall asleep in. Because no. you're not really that interested in it. 
Um, I think I actually turned this on on whenever I got my movies HD. It was on there, mm-hmm. and I got the update, and I turned it on as a thing just to turn on to see if it, it would work well. Yeah, and I watched like the first five minutes of it, and from the get to where I was at, it seemed like they tried to shove about what should be the equivalent of twenty to thirty minutes of information within the matter of five minutes. Like it was just like asteroid. Whoa, shit's happening. Scientists. Venom. Title card. Main character. Latched on. Like, it was just like, we're going to shove absolutely everything in this hour and a half, and you're going to fucking try and watch it. The relationship between uh, Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams deteriorated pretty quickly, which was, like, why he was by himself as a bachelor, and then Venom got, you know, he got kind of into this thing. Um, But, yeah, that all happened pretty quick. They're like, we got to get to Venom as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, and then they didn't really do anything with them. I, and from what I remember, but it wasn't very memorable. Like I said, it was kind of a sleepy time movie. The most who is the villain? Um, I I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Was there a villain? There was like a bad guy. Okay. Uh, like the the government, the agency, like not the government, the the company that had found the symbiote, uh, was kind of the bad guy. Okay. Um, but so it's like an Incredible Hulk type thing, like yeah. you're just fighting an agency. There yeah. was no like bad guy. No, not that I remember specifically. I do remember Woody Harrelson having horrible red hair at the very end of oh, it, nice. and going, "There's gonna be carnage." Oh, so is he supposed to be carnage? Yeah, he'll be carnage, I guess, in the second one. Oh, <laughs> and they've they've greenlit the second movie. Cool. Uh, to this, um, it's okay. Transformers. That's what I can equate it to. So if you like. Transformers, like, let's say three. I didn't watch three. I watched one and I was just like, no. So, I stopped after one. I didn't, I swear to God, I've never seen two or three or whatever else. I've never so watched any it's, of them. It's definitely like, it's Transformers three. Cool. Um, and I don't I know if I remember Transformers three really at all, which is kind of the equivalent to Venom. I don't really remember much of it. It made me want to fall asleep. Okay. A um, lot of fancy CGI that really has nothing to bring me into it. What are you giving it a rare? Um, I'm giving it probably a rare. A um, one. You give it a one. Damn. I'm giving it a one. Uh, yeah, there's there wasn't anything good about it. Like I feel like I didn't need this movie. It didn't make me want to need this movie. You seem like you're in the general consensus of everybody else. The only way that this movie is going to end up being popular ever again is if they do tie it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it stands now. Yeah. And try to merge like. All of a sudden, Spider-Man's here, and Venom's here. Venom is like kind of a good guy still at heart with the guy that Tom Hardy's portraying, and yeah. then it's just like, sweet, M- Spider-Man and Venom will fight against Carnage to try and stop him. I think that the only way they save this is if... Because he's Eddie Brock, so Venom has been multiple characters in the Spider-Man universe. Yes. Uh, Eddie Brock being one of them, another one being Flash Thompson. Mm-hmm. So I think the way they save it is they make that kid from Spider-Man... Somehow, who's Flash? Mm-hmm. Uh, that the jerk Indian kid. Yeah, yeah. They get him to somehow get the symbiote and become Venom. Uh, Venom. Yeah, I think that they get rid they of have... Tom Hardy. <laughs> Wasn't there a point in time where Harry was a Venom as I well? Know. I think maybe. I'm not really not... weird, especially if it was like Spider-Man DNA mixed with his, and he was like a weird fucking Venom Spider-Man Hobgoblin <laughs> smash. Crazy. That'd be crazy. Uh, yeah. 
I'm not I'm not gonna be one that's gonna dog the movie big. It's just that it wasn't it didn't do anything for me. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. I mean that's that's all there is to it. That's, that's what I just said. I was like, you're basically in the general consensus that most yeah. everybody else that I have read reviews of online have been like, This isn't a great movie. It's yeah. pretty lackluster. Yeah. It's like if you went to the movie theaters and watched it, we're sorry. You should have just red boxed it. Granted, when the previews <laughs> came out, I I feel equally as disappointed as I did when the previews came out. Like yeah, the trailers it almost never... made it seem. I felt like I, I don't know how to describe it other than <laughs> like when I watched it, I was just like, "Ooh, monster energy drink." You know what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> Maybe. Like I'm just like. Everybody that wears like a fucking monster energy drink hat and smokes a vape and drives a truck and stuff is just like oh. fucking venom. I'm gonna go see this. That's how I felt. You know I what love I mean? that you did the, the yeah, thing because that's yeah. I love said. you. Never. Yeah. Well, I was doing. It was almost like Spider Man. I thought oh. that's what you were gonna go with. But regardless, you know what I mean? Like fucking venom. Yeah. That that's that's how I feel about it. venom movie equals monster energy drink. Yeah. Yeah. Vapey douchebags. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Perhaps. maybe not. I, if you if you vape, I'm not saying everybody vapes is a douchebag. I'm not trying to stare. The ones, the ones that the ones that go it's 2019, and then they lay out like a cloud of yeah. vape that goes on for 90 minutes. You mm-hmm. are a douchebag, and you can leave this podcast. Cool. Um, well, I'm glad what are you you're... doing with music? What am I doing with music? <laughs> what were you gonna say? I'm glad. Uh, that I'm I was getting ready. I was like, no, I was just gonna say, I was like, it's 2019. I'm gonna try and do better about trying not to be like a weird affinity person. I'm gonna be on the other side of it now. We'll That's flip fine. Rolls. Uh, so music wise, I may have mentioned it before, but I'm gonna mention him again because I've been listening to it. Um, Rex Orange County. Have you heard no. of them, or have I mentioned him? You have not mentioned Rex. He's Orange almost County. like a. I'm trying to think of an artist I'm comparing to. Kind of like a jazz, R&B hybrid type of music. Um, very pop-oriented with it, kind of, too. Almost kind of uh, reminds me of like a Jamiroquai, in a way, if you okay. will. Um, this scrawny <laughs> white dude looks like he just came off the fucking bus from Southern Illinois. Not even joking. Like, looks like he should be a nobody. Has this awesome voice. Just went to California, started doing this thing, and it's awesome music. So if you like that kind of music that's like kind of like a almost like a weird, softer jazz R&B type of a thing with it. But it's got some, like, almost, like I guess because the R&B vibe that's type, tied into it almost has some weird kind of, like, like ethnic type of a tinge to it whenever you're listening mm-hmm. to it kind of a thing. I, I, I really like it, and I dig it. Um, I was surprised to find out that uh, a couple of Mandy's cousins that I was at, at Christmas were talking about him, too, and I was just like, I thought nobody else knew him! <laughs> <laughs> I discovered singing, they, they were just like, no, we really like this song. I was like, I really like this song too. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> but I, I just thought it was really cool. Um, but no, That's I awesome. fucking dig it. It's really cool music. I say, if you like, dramatic wise, like really the only thing I can kind of compare it to. So just think of that kind of music kind of going into it. That kind of singing style too mm-hmm. kind of has that jazz R&B kind of flavor to it. It's it's just very reminiscent of that for me. And I like dramatic wise pretty well. So. Right on. Um, there's that. I got a recommendation from uh, my friend Keith. Yeah. Uh, he had a buddy that writes uh, synthwave music that, you know, we both talked about liking that synthwave electronica kind of yeah. genre of music. Uh, it's called Atomics, uh, spelled A-T-O-M-I-X, uh, no, I-K-S, Atomics, 
Um, it's on everything, apparently. He told me Apple Music, and I said, is it on Spotify? Because I'll listen to it from that. He goes, it might be. He said, I think he put it on everything. It is on Spotify. Like, almost every song has, like, less than a 1,000 listens. But wow. it's very cool synth-wavy music. Um, I, I'm really enjoying it. There's some stuff that does have some vocals to it that he has people that are he's friends with that guest vocal on it. Um, he's got, I think, one EP out. It's like four tracks or something like that. Is it this J Atomic, the Me Can't Take It? It is not. It's Atomics with an S. Atomix? Uh, M-I-K-S. M-I-K-S. Oh. Adam and then I-K-S. Atomics. Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, maybe this it's one. It's that one, yes. Huh. That is it. I will check that out. It's pretty good. Um, I definitely like it. Definitely recommend it to anybody that's listening. Give it a good old listen. Uh, so jingly, is, uh, jangly, jingle. Not necessarily local music, but it's... Uh, it's local to him. It's a friend of his, and he lives in uh, Tennessee right now. Okay. Uh, right right beside Kentucky. He, he's from here, though. Yeah. From Southern Illinois. Absolutely. But he's the one that... He's the audio uh, board person for... Um, GGB. No, he's the audio board person for, I can't think of his name right now, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. That's he, he was doing it for another country artist at one point in time because he played drums in several metal bands in Southern mm-hmm. at one point yeah. in time. And then he got a degree in audio work, um, worked for a, a chick that was an indie artist, a uh, country indie artist from Nashville, and her name is, I think, Olivia Lane. And she opened up for different people. And he was doing everything at that point in time, actually like carrying in the speakers, setting kind of up a everything. One man band. Yeah, not, and not he was band, helping, but... and then he got this uh, gig with Billy Ray Cyrus's people, and he literally does the soundboard, gets paid like double the money of what he got paid from her, and everybody sets up everything for him, and he just does the audio when it's time for testing and when it's time for the show. Nice. <laughs> he was That's just cool. like he he really loves uh, doing it and stuff. He goes anytime he does like any kind of show, tours, shows, whatever. Uh, he's been like fucking all over the United States and That's everywhere awesome. with them now. So it's been really cool, but his friends, uh, he really talented. I like it a lot. Atomics. Uh, briefly mention, uh, if, if I will, yeah. I've been re-listening to some toadies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. uh, the more recent live album that we talked about yeah. before. Um, I've listened to it a couple of times now. My brother mentioned it because he had not listened to it. And I was like, I think that came out in October since then I went back and I listened to it a couple more times. Listen to like the heroes cover and stuff too. Yeah, I just always have a love for Vaden, so I'm just mm-hmm. gonna give it some listens. And uh, I've been enjoying it. Made a little playlist, a Toadies only playlist on my Spotify to listen to. Nice. I think I even call it like uh, Toadies Party Fuckboy or something like that. Oh. All right. <laughs> um, and then the last artist I'm gonna mention is uh, she's not new, which I didn't know. That she's been around, but uh, she's new now to me because she has released a new single and she's been on like all of the late night stuff. Is this uh, heavy set black girl? Her name is Lizzo. Oh, I love Lizzo. Do you? Yeah, have I you, really have, like Lizzo. Do you listen to the Juice song? The I have new not. Song? I have not listened to her new song, but I've cool. heard uh, a couple of her singles, and I do really like Lizzo yeah. a lot. She's got a new single out. That's what I ended up hearing in first. Um, just came out this month, like just days, yeah. like last Friday. I saw basically. it drop. Yeah. Um, and it's called Juice. Really catchy. I was like, this chick's like the fucking female Bruno Mars, and yeah. it's rad as shit. It's good. Um, but no, I was just like, her fucking amount of moxie is like off the charts. She is beyond fucking confident. Yeah. More confident than I could ever imagine yeah. being. 
and I just give her absolute props and kudos. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing to me, and she's such a good artist, of great voice. Mm-hmm. I love her like seventies almost throwback mm-hmm. shit that she's got going on. I really dig it. I'm I'm glad that more people know of her than yeah. than just me. So uh, yeah, that's but... that's the most recent musics that I've been kind of dabbling in. There's nothing super new and extravagant other than bringing the Rex Orange County and Lizzo yeah. mostly. I uh, so uh, I haven't been doing anything new really. I've got found uh, been in. I don't, I wouldn't even say a writing rut, but I'm trying to get more inspired to write. And I know when we were working on a lot of music yeah. at, at yeah. a certain point in time, um, there were a lot of bands I was listening to, primarily in I guess that new folk mm. kind of region. I call it new folk, like in new folk, like we call new metal, like corn and stuff yeah. like that. New uh, folk. So the new folk. It's like it's one uh, word. Like, uh, like, uh, 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 yep. you know, yeah, holy shit. The Lumineers and like okay. the Head and the Heart, yes. Mumford and Sons, mm-hmm. uh, bands like that, shovel that kind of, yeah, Shovel and Rope, uh, the kind of people that introduce like a, it wasn't country, but it's not like rock and it's kind of indie, what indie was the country. Other guy that I was thinking of that uh, was like Shovel and Rope. There was, uh, what's his name? The, um, the one, it's just the one dude that was playing everything by himself. Like a bird. First. What's his name? Um, he's got a big beard. No, does he? I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Person I am. He sings that song, that, "Flightless that, Bird," "Dearly Departed," or whatever. Oh, Shaky Graves. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. I was. Of the the, group. I thought you were talking about Iron yeah, and Wine. I don't even know. I don't really care for the new Shaky Graves as much. Yeah, old Shaky Graves. Old Shaky Graves, the tits. Yeah, and uh, like Iron and Wine is good. Yes. yes. Um, what was that? Uh, that one about? May you only meet light when it's burning low. Um, uh, and you let her go. Uh, that was good too. You also love Dwight. I love Dwight. He's not really in that realm. He's not, but he's just good to mention. So it's, those uh, <laughs> I've been kind of revisiting those bands again, just to kind of. I think it's part of that like mindlessness again too, mm-hmm. of like, okay, what can I listen to to turn my brain off and just kind of take influence from? It's like or smelling just... coffee beans whenever you've smelled too many other smells. Yeah. Sure, kind I don't think you know what I mean. About, but it's it's a it, the coffee the smell of coffee beans is neutral to uh-huh. like whenever you go to a place and you like if it's a candle place or a place that has like colognes or something like that. A lot of times now they'll have like little plastic things full of coffee beans, and you smell it, and the smell something about the smell of coffee beans actually like basically wipes the slate clean, neutralizes your palate or your nose palate again. So that way, whenever you smell again, it's not like super overpowering. It's like you're starting over. Interesting. Yeah, cool. I like that. You sniff the coffee. So yeah, my I am I'm sniffing the music coffee right now, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's kind of been my music side of things. Uh, what about your reeds? My reeds, boy. Your Reed Richards. Uh, we briefly talked about some of this stuff before. Uh, the 2014 run of Moon Knight. Um, is that it. the Max Bemis? That run? is the first one from Max Bemis' okay. stuff. This is the first trade, so it's issues one through six. Um, that's what I started reading just to kind of dip my toes into it to mm. see if I liked it. I've read some older Moon Knight before, just a couple issues here or there off the Marvels Unlimited. Um, but this one I actually, because it has more than just that trade on there, has it has bunches of them. Cool. Um, so I'm excited to keep getting into it. Um, it's really short-handed stories. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like they it. don't last, like, issues it doesn't, upon yeah, issues. Yeah, it's not stacking it's like a story upon a story I kind like of that. thing. It's Yeah, it's, they're almost like they were really quick one-offs. There's some small things that briefly tie in a little bit. And it's not, it's, it's, it's not even, like, important to the story at all. It's just little shit that they try to tie in. 
like there might be a kid that was from two issues ago mm-hmm. that's there again and like mr moon knight you're the guy with the face and he was just like yep that's me and walks on kind of a thing it's just that but everything it's like whatever the name of the story is or the actual comic that is the issue it kind of ties into whatever's going on I so see. like if one is called rage it's literally like this girl's been kidnapped. The the guys that kidnapped the girl beat the shit out of Moon Knight. Not only is it about him trying to get the girl back now, now it's like a fucking revenge story and he just wants to fucking beat the piss out of them. Cool. And he turns into like this persona that's all about just fucking murder. Yeah. And just like, and it's like the Daredevil, like badass Daredevil TV series sequence that's like the three minute long sequence where it's just like murder, murder. There's one, the one story that I'm talking about in particular, he's trying to save this girl and he's, she's on the top floor, on the sixth floor. And he goes in, walks in through the front door, like, after killing this guy. And he's just like, like, the guy shoots a gun. He's just like, might as well go through the front now. Kicks the fucking door open. And he's just like, okay, first floor. And he's looking up, and you see, like, the panel of, like, all the different characters from the different floors. And he's just, like, mentally making a game plan. And it's literally just, like, him going up every floor, killing four people. And he's just like, all right, third floor. Goes up and says it, like, mentally. Like, doesn't say anything else. The guys are just like, what the fuck? And he's just like, and, like, throws the Moon Knight thing in their head. And he's just like, fourth floor. And it's like, the only thing he's saying is just, like, making himself go through the levels like a fucking video game. And just focus. And he's just like, final floor. Or something like that. And gets the girl eventually. Yeah. But just, like, brutally murders absolutely everybody. There's, like, one guy, he, like, steps on his head just turns to, like, fucking burger crushes one dude's head in like a door or something like that and just really awesome he ends up getting like hurt and cut and shit in all different weird places has to like lose his suit and stuff that he's wearing as he's going on um it's a fucking rad story though and like i said i really love the fact that it's like one-offs too it's that's like a refreshing. one and done thing yeah that's refreshing um, but it's been that way consistently for every single issue the first one is almost like a more just an introduction to the character kind of explaining who moon knight is how mm-hmm. he got his powers of what you know that he's like really a dead guy kind of a thing that came back to life. Hmm. Um, explains the character um, has a little bit more than just introduction because it's almost like a uh, almost like a detective novel for the first issue. Backstory explaining him and then him actually coming in doing almost detective work with this one persona that he has and he's actually like looking at the blood doing crime scene shit mm-hmm. and then uh, gets to the actual like villain that he's chasing and then that ends and then everyone is just like. New story, new story, new story, new story. Cool. So I'm excited to keep going with that. Um, continuing Ultimate X-Men, um, I think right now, I'm trying to think, because I, I started back over. I think I'm on like on issue 36 or 37 or something, so I'm, I'm still kind of trucking along. I'm still on the point to where I'm at a current area of where I've read before, but I'm s- slowly approaching that area where it's starting to kind of get unfamiliar because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm starting to get caught back up to where I was whenever I stopped. But they have, on, on Marvel's Unlimited, they have every single issue of Ultimate X-Men, so I'll be able to tear through everything. Nice. It's from, like, it started in 2000, I think in 2005. So there's a lot of stuff to kind of tear through. I'm, I'm still in, like, I'm on whatever issue I'm on, and I'm in 2001 still. Um, so I've still got quite a bit to tear through on that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. It's the same stuff. But the other thing I read was I read through the first trade's worth of Oblivion song, which yeah, is... You- the first trade is one through seven, which I thought was weird. It's a weird number. Yeah, must you know, have been something know, to do with the story, perhaps. Like, yeah, I, I don't know where because it doesn't. Some of the trades, you know, a lot of times they'll show you like the, basically like the insert will be what the cover art was mm-hmm. for the issue, and this just front to back is nothing but story. So there was no nothing for me to know where what the separator was, was at. So I was just kind of going in blind. I was just like, 
cool, 140 pages. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> just like fucking tearing through it. The story is awesome as shit because I only read the first one before and it was enough to make me be interested and I saw that the first trade was out and I got it for, it was super cheap. It was the, it's the full first trade and it was, I don't know if it still is, I can look it up, but it was on sale on Google Play Books. Yeah. Uh, and it was only like $3. Oh, wow. So I was just like, I'm fucking snagging yeah, it well. for sure because it was supposed to be fourteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. So definitely I, I yeah. snagged it up and I read it while, I, I read it between two different things at work whenever I had time mm-hmm. to read it. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to read more based off of where it actually ends at in this trade. And like I said, it might be where they get to at the story. They just want to make sure they got to a certain point because yeah. I guess whatever happens, what happens at the end of issue seven was pretty prevalent and it just kind of hangs there so it's definitely like oh you want to know what's going to happen next it's like a super awesome cliffhanger and definitely make me kind of want more but i think that one i really did like reading it in that kind of a format where it was just Just like one big fucking book Mm -hmm. and i was just like they're going to keep doing this because i think they're almost like issue 13 or 14 i was like i'm I'm so close to getting another trade i might as well just wait at this point yeah so i think i'm just going to do that and just kind of hold off a bit on that keep reading my older stuff that i've been trying to get caught up on like the X-Men, Spider-Man, and stuff like that. Um, maybe now go to Comixology like we had talked about and try and dip into that dip and see in. if I can get some DC stuff on under yeah. my belt. But uh, but yeah, I'll wait for that and keep reading more. I'd, cool. I definitely recommend the Bolivian song. I, uh, I, when I, I dove in, because you were like, oh, I read, I read issue one. I was like, well, I got to check that out. I got to I gotta see what's going on there. Um, I read it once, and I was like, Man, that wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Like, I kind of, yeah, I kind of, and then I was like, there's got to be more to it because you really dug it. And so I went back and read it a second time, and that second time made all the difference for mm-hmm. me. I was like, okay, I'm in. I like this story. Yeah. I like it. It's a good story. But as you consistently, like, I, like, I, I even suggest people, like, the trade way that I read it, it I'm even better. It's even better. Like, reading through it that way, it was like watching a season of a show, especially with the way that it ends. I was just like, this is like the perfect cliffhanger too. Like this, this makes me want more. Cool. For sure. Like as soon as I finished reading that, I was just like, oh fuck. Yeah. This is awesome as shit. And it just kept getting more and more interesting as it went along. And as soon as they did that last line of it, like the last fucking bubble. And I was just like, it's over. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Kirkman's a writer. That's for sure. He's yeah. uh, he's, uh, he's sharpened that, that writing pencil. He's yeah. fucking wow. I was, it makes me interested in the other stuff. Like I, I loved reading uh, Outcast. I'm, I'm excited to see what the show is. Outcast is because I've never, I, I've loved, I've got the first couple of trades. I read them both multiple, a uh, couple times each. Now it's really good show or really good, a uh, really good book. Um, I, re- I want to see what Die 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 is. I've heard it's nothing but yeah. more nonstop stuff, but I've never read. I read issue one of Die Die Die, and you got to be prepared for political. That's what it, it's like. Pretty political. Yeah, it's pretty political. I mean, it's bloody and gory. That's what I, crazy. I heard someone say it was like it's just like over the top gore, bloody, crazy stuff. It is. I didn't know it was like political. It's though. very political. Uh, and I because I got the first issue when it came out, and I was like, I'll I'll check this out because it was kind of one of those you know dropping this. I think they even like just dropped it unannounced, no kind of previews to it or anything. They just said. Um, this week issue one is out of this new Robert Kirkman book yeah. with Scott Gimple from uh, Walking yeah, Dead. That's what I, I remember that that seemed like it happened all of a sudden, whereas we knew about Oblivion Song yeah. being planned well months in advance. Yeah, there were special editions out. and all kinds of yeah. shit that was happening with that. 
Uh, but yeah, it it wasn't my cup of tea. It was very right. political. I told Mandy, I was like, I know I spent the money on like the three dollars to get this version of it, but I would wouldn't mind having the physical Have trade, the physical form of it, of it, uh, even just starting to collect just the regular issues, sure. uh, just to have two of Oblivion Song, just because I, I really do enjoy mm-hmm. it. It was a pretty cool story, and I wasn't expecting uh, the concept of it. Sounded really interesting, like you said, diving into it at first. It's not not exactly like what it seems. Whenever they kind of explain the premise of it to you. But then, once I started getting more so into it, I was just like, yeah, as it goes along, he keeps going back and forth into the transference and everything as yeah. it goes. I was just like, this is even more intriguing, learning more about what's going on in, yeah. in both areas, in both worlds, mm-hmm. like in both Philadelphia. And it's not a light read. It's uh, You have to pay attention. It's, it's got a little bit of, at least the first issue was like, you can't just skim through it. Like mm-hmm. You really need to kind of be paying attention to the beats yeah. that are going on and the character building that's going yeah. on, because it's... It's going. It's very Walking Dead in that sense too, because yeah, there's true. a lot of there's a couple of different stories that are going on all at once from between the different characters, and it is. But more... Walking Dead started so simple. It was yeah. like, here's a guy who just woke up from the, yeah. he's in a hospital, and then you kind of build from there. Yeah. But this is, this, is, like, this is like we're going to do. We're starting character development from day one. Yes, kind exactly. Of a thing. You're going to learn about who these people are, so that way once yeah. and maybe he, that's what he was trying to get across with Walking Dead, and that's be. why he's trying to like you know what I mean like. Now he knows, like, I'm going to start with character building, so that way once we get past this shit, yeah. it's just nothing but yeah. fucking enjoyment of the story and weird shit that's just going to happen. Yeah. I don't need 30 issues to build on this character. I can do it on issue one. Yeah. Because, like, you 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 learn so much about those three kind of main characters. Because yeah. uh, it's, like, on Oblivion Song, like, I'm still learning about all these characters that they mm-hmm. are introducing and stuff, too. But now that I know more about the main characters that were the other characters that the main characters looking for yeah all of this stuff that is backstory that i've gotten like the first three issues from like four five six and seven it's just nothing but like cool awesome story building shit that's happening and you're still learning and getting new shit and new information but you're just like i don't need to know more about the main character right now other than you just told me this sweet piece of like little snippet of something sweet. that's in this past that I didn't know about, but that I know I know really what he is and what he stands for. I don't need yeah. to know thirty issues about his, you know, what he stands for. Kind of yeah, idea. it doesn't have to be as slow. It can be a pretty fast yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me about your stuff. Um, so I am currently in the middle of reading uh, the Dark Knight's Metal uh, DC kind of event that they had last year. I uh, I started it and I read about halfway through and then I kind of dropped off. I, I have them all, uh, but I got to a point where I couldn't remember what was going on even. So I started from the beginning again. I'm about halfway through. And the reason I'm revisiting this more thoroughly is because uh, Sandman uh, ties into the story a little bit. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman to this scene. Uh, and I had been reading all of the Sandman Universe books mm-hmm. as they were kind of coming out. And I had got a couple issues into, into all of them. And then I had realized, and I must have read it somewhere, um, but what happens with Sandman in Dark Knight's Metal ties in to what's happening in, in the, the Sandman, Sandman Universe. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, fuck. I guess I need to go back and, and finish those up before I really get deep into the Sandman Universe stuff. And I'm sure it's going to be this tiny little thing because there's a there's something going on with the Sandman um, in the Sandman universe. I'm sure this is going to tell me why he's acting the way he is. And that's probably it. It's just going to be like a one, like, oh, that's why he's this. 
Um, but I have to find out. I have to follow things in order. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm in the middle of that. Hopefully, I'll finish up Dark Knight's Metal um, soon. But those books are they're kind of a little bit extra going on in there. There's a little meat to them. So uh, I'm only reading like a couple issues at a time. You listen to like exclusively King Diamond while you're reading him. I do totally. Now I can't <laughs> listen to music while I read. Uh, it really throws me off. Um, I can I can only focus on one thing at a time. I got you. Um, I finished uh, listening to the American Gods audiobook. Okay. Um, highly recommend that book. Nice. Whether you're listening to it, reading it, whatever. Did um, you watch the show at all? I I started. I watched the first episode, and then I realized that I probably I wanted to. You there were so know. many versions of that media coming yeah. out at the same time because well the book had been out for forever yeah uh, but then they were doing the comic book series around the same time that the TV show was coming mm-hmm. out and I also own the comic book series that I haven't read um, and they're doing that there's there's like four main books within American Gods like or giant chapters or whatever then there's whatever you want to call them um, and so they just finished up the second book of American Gods what's the, in comic uh, book form. What's the audiobook time? Like, what you look uh, at? Like, 25 listening? hours. Okay. Um, and it was, so it was a big chunk of time. Uh, when we had last, uh, when it had ended my subscription and I hadn't finished reading it or listening to it yet, there was like five hours left. So I finished that up. Um, and then I'm probably going to go back and read the comic Okay. Um, before I watch the show, hmm. and that way I get a You've got second every dose of the bit story of media that yeah. you can possibly consume. I can get a get second into... second dose of that story visually, a little bit of visual plus the story hitting me uh, before I head into that TV series. But um, that uh, that's been great. And then I read a little bit. I've got that. Uh, what's Amazon has like Kindle Unlimited or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is. Um, I got like two months for 99 cents during like holiday sale. Uh, so, and it ends the end of this month, but, uh, I was like, Oh, I'll read a couple of things before it ends. Cause I didn't get to read as much as I'd hoped. There's like the, uh, novelizations of like the pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that. That's on there that on, I was on Kindle. Can you download this stuff? Like download the books and it staves mm-hmm. to your, your like offline mode kind yeah. of a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I read uh, big head by Jeffrey Brown. Okay. It's a comic book. Um, Jeffrey Brown is... I feel like a, maybe you've seen like probably. a cover or something like that. Yeah. I just don't it's remember. like a superhero. He's got like a big yeah, dome yeah, on his head. Yeah. Uh, but Jeffrey Brown, probably most famously known for his uh, Good Night, Darth Vader, and like... Oh, that kind of, is yeah. it that kind of style as well? It's that, his art style, yeah. 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 Cool. So yeah. Uh, this is probably... is uh, I think it's like his third... Uh, book that he comic book he ever did is this big head. Uh, it's a superhero story. It's super like cliche and dorky and goofy um, and kind of slow paced and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not bad. It's not horrible. I I would probably give it a medium as far as things go. I've read probably three or four of of Jeffrey Brown's books, uh, comic book, graphic novels or whatever. Top Shelf does a lot of his stuff. Cool. Um, but they're usually autobiographical mm-hmm. kind of stories. He's got like clumsy and uh, funny misshapen body and um, something about kids and shit. Um, but usually they're all like, here's stories of him and they are good and they're fast paced and they're poorly drawn on purpose because that's kind of his art style. Um, this was not my favorite of like Jeffrey Brown stuff, but uh, thought I'd uh, I'd mention it. 
And then I uh, also on that same thing I I read Black Hand Comics, which is um, a a comic a Black Hand yeah the Black Hand uh, a comic written and drawn by Wes Craig. Wes Craig is the artist behind Deadly Class. Hmm. Um, so this is something he did pre Deadly Class, and it's like a three part anthology, almost like um when you do what's it called when you have like a freak show. Uh, it's kind of like a, a freak show anthology kind of thing where he's got like three different kind of freak showy circus themed stories and they're okay. they're pretty simple. Uh, but his art style is just real neat. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like it. It's kind of simple but detailed all at the same time. If it's anything like it was in Deadly Class, then it's it's, yeah, it's just identical. really awesome. Yeah, it's almost identical to it. Um, but it's him writing, so that's kind of neat to see him writing. I cool. like that one. I would definitely I'd give that a a, a medium well. Nice, if you will, and that was uh, my my books. Nice. Well, let's do the uh, the, meets. the meets. I've already said mine. One part of what led into mine with the uh, the Fantastic Beast again was that I did listen to the audiobook. Yeah, I had I actually got the bundle. It was a bundle where I could buy from the Google Play books. It was the book and the audiobook, and it came together. Nice. So I was actually able like to read yeah. long because it was like verbatim. Um, but I finished reading it, so that kind of sparked another interest in me wanting to actually watch the show now to kind of see how the translation was from book to to film so kind of a similar vein with american gods i would assume definitely um i have american gods um i only read through like the first like chapter or something like that or a couple mm-hmm. of chapters i didn't get very far into it it's not that i didn't enjoy it it's just i was at work whenever i did yeah. start it and it just kind of got away it's from a me commitment too it. that one said yeah it's a... well it's just the story wise it just seems like really awesome like everything just in that world, overarchingly seems really like cool conceptually from between like the old gods and having the new gods like media and shit like that. Yeah. Having like it just seems really neat. Yeah. Um. So so I'm excited to check that out too. But uh, like I said, I, I, we plan on finishing up Hill House probably before we'll record again. So I'll be able to kind of talk about the season in general. Yeah, def- I don't know if it has a second season that got picked up or not. Um. But if they did, I don't know if it would be like if we're calling it like the haunting of hill house and it's going to be like it's what me and mandy talked about is like there's a character in the in the story that writes stories one of them is actually the haunting of hill one house. of the kids well, yes yeah okay. when he he wrote it about their time at the house mm-hmm. and he has like a series of books that he's written i was just like it'd be kind of cool if like every story was like one of the other ghost stories that that character has written or something like that uh-huh. and it's just kind of like this is this story from this person's perspective in this house or something from mm-hmm. this and we just learn other house haunted house horror stories as it kind of unfolds through each season author. almost yeah. like american horror story in a way but just tied through a way you know Tied to actually having a, a base though yeah whereas the american horror story is a little unless this wild. opens up and it's like done and we're just like we still have so much more to left to learn about these characters and they're just like we're gonna have a whole other season about yeah. it i just don't see them drawing it out that long i feel like this is gonna have it's a definitive real smart like yeah. It is, yeah i feel like it's gonna have a f- front to back kind of a thing so we're gonna finish that up for sure um cool like i said we talked about starting up gotham i think that is honestly the next i the next thing that we talked about starting like as soon as from we're episode finished. one like yes. season one episode one yep so we'll i'll be able to talk like a little bit it's on that slow knowing. yeah i i'd I, I heard about that too so i'm not but still regardless i, heard I love nothing. it i heard the story content yeah. and the way that it kind of plays out almost kind of like crime drama like in a way is is very cool yeah. so I, i'm i'm stoked to read it or to watch it and uh yeah fantastic beast like i already said is the other thing so 
That's my it's a long com- piece of meat. That's my commitments of ones that I'm gonna do for <laughs> sure. But uh, obviously, I'll have some other stuff that I'll bring to the table along with it. But uh, what's your meat? Cool. Um, I've got two on mine, which kind of tie back into my my reading, uh, and my my comic section is uh, that I will be finishing up Dark Knight's Metal, so I can finally figure out what's going on with Sandman and why he's doing whatever he's mm-hmm. doing. And then um, I, I am, I'm going to start diving into that American Gods comic so that I can keep that story cool. fresh. I'd like to keep that that circular, uh, circularly going on in my brain. To like a saw? That. Yeah. Like a circular saw? Like a jigsaw? You know it. You know it. Uh, where can people uh, talk to you and, and ask you follow up on your medias? Look, guys. I'm going to do real talks with you right now. I know there's people out there listening. I know there's people out there downloading. I want to talk to you. We want to talk to you. We want you to be on our show. We want you to talk with us even. We'll throw you in on Skype if you're from the local area. I don't care if you come to my house. You come to my house and we'll all hang out in the room and huddle around a fucking microphone together. This is a small desk, but we'll make it work. It's a dod. This is a dod of all dods. Is the <laughs> the dod. end all dot all. <laughs> uh, don't be doddling. Ah! Uh, at Random Hero XIX. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on fucking Facebook, wherever you want to talk to me at, Instagram, I don't care. But I definitely want to talk to you guys if there's anything that you suggest that you think that we should talk about, that we should watch. Um, if you just want to be on the show and talk about something that you've seen that you watched that's a sweet like piece of media that you want to bring to the table. We'll give you the floor for like 10 minutes to talk about whatever it is that you want no, to talk 10 about. 10 minutes. A whole 10 minutes of just unadulterated Let's fan. go two. Two minutes? I give him two minutes. Oh damn! <laughs> We're being real strict. Somewhere between two and ten. You'll sit in the room and really like you talk for two minutes and then shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> at random here on XIX on everything. Um, I am on everything at at Shad Schubert S H A A D S C H U B E R T. Um, and double A. You can also yeah double A, <laughs> double A. Uh, and you can find me on the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well as the WordPress now, which is shadshubert.wordpress.com definitely check it out because like I said was this episode or the last episode we looked at that was it, he's got really awesome content he's a really good writer too so I mean definitely check out uh, that WordPress for some reviews on some comics and other stuff that he's been consuming mm-hmm. um, and I guess we'll just talk to you guys next time right. it's gonna be so sad don't let that meatloaf loaf oh wait, wait next time we'll get to talk about Kingdom Hearts um, we will. I mean, yeah. we won't have played it yet. Will we not? No. Are you sure? Yeah. <gasps> no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> now I'm disappointed. The Bye. <laughs>